Yo, internet, what up, what up, what up? We are back. It's your boys at Sound Sponge Radio. So good to see you again after a few weeks off. Uh, What's giggity? Episode 18. It's your boys. Sir, 10th member. Interrupting cow. (laughs) Move. Jay Styles, but just call me Jay because we fam and it's 18, so we grown. Yeah, man, we out this here, man. Milestone. Only for adults, baby. Yeah, we grown. Yo. Now. This is a grown folk hour. Thank you if you've been rocking with us, if you're returning, if it's your first time, whatever situation may be. Um, life has been a little bit of a roller coaster for our team here. Um, thank you for everybody who has understood. Thank you for everybody who has been excited for the new episodes. Um, I don't want to get too TMI. Um, we lost some family over here. Condolences specifically to my boy Jeff. Um, yeah, your cousin Larry was also a, a, a dope, a dope big bro when I was younger too. Um, through our teens, you know, so a lot of good memories. And, and for us, we just needed to take some time to Recalibrate. not just rest and recover, but let me celebrate life too, mm-hmm. you know, and celebrate uh, his life and. and his impact on the planet so thank you thank you everybody who, who gave us that time um for rocking with us yeah for rocking with us for and rocking shit the industry seems to have rewarded us because we have got finally a lot of good music yeah like man so much to catch up on but shoot how y'all been man i've been good um just been chilling usually uh, just been doing a lot of family time really just like you said celebrating life and just been Really, just been blessed to be doing what I'm doing, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were out in Texas. I was out in Texas for a little bit. I went to go see my dad's side, and we wasn't doing much. Um, even though it's open out there, scary out there yet? It, it's a little. It was a little scary. Uh, I'm glad me and like um, a few of my siblings and everyone was on the same page about just kind of just being safe, you know, just having a good time. We um, went hiking through like some caverns and a couple of good nature stuff, but damn. Um, Texas. Other than that, yeah, it was hot. Where in Texas? Came back to the rain the day I get the day I got there. It rained hella hard actually, so I brought the rain with me and I came back with it. So hey, I'm glad man. to be back in Oregon though, man. Hey, was, glad to be back here. It was nice, home. and everyone was out there without masks. I'm sitting here like, what the? F-? It was scary, bro. And trust me, I was no, no, I'm double here in Oregon. Oh, here? Yeah, yeah people, I know. I mean, people people partying and shit, man. People are getting ballsy everywhere, man. Let me hey, tell you, I get vaccinated on Monday. So that, that's so scary in itself, but I'm ready to go back to regular. No, yeah, I think everyone is. And that's why I think everyone's kind of like, I don't know if they're saying fuck it or everyone's vaccinated. Do you guys uh, see that they're like, selling t- tickets for the first like major concert in Vegas? Where? The Who like Celebrate Life tour or some Dude, shit. Dude, if it's lit. <laughs> that's I mean, all I'm getting. Oh, no, yeah. Hold, hold up, hold up. Let me look it up. Dude, you're doing a UFC fight down in Florida, like full capacity. Oh no! Yeah, I'm seeing like I have a couple friends on full capacity yeah. this weekend. Events. I don't know if it's this weekend, but sometimes it's upcoming month. I'm getting yeah. I, I when I say I'm scared of getting vaccinated, it's more so like that 0.01 percent that like something happens to me because yeah. of it. Um, but I've been ready for this va- to get vaccinated for a while, just so I can. I'm still gonna wear a mask around and stuff like that when I'm out in public. Are you getting? Uh, the one or are you getting no uh, I didn't get a choice oh, okay. uh, but I'm getting Pfizer um, Pfizer so that's gonna be wild. Ah, bro that's what it's called you guys haven't heard about this at all the life is beautiful music and art festival who is it 
Bro. Are there any big names on there? One, they really jumped on this shit. They're like, oh shit, vaccines are out. We're going to throw a fucking festival. Well, and yeah. they, got a, they got a day and everything. Or they, they have a hopeful day. September 17th through 19th, 2021. In Vegas. Who is it though? Fucking, bro. You got some big Live names is on back. Oh, Billie Eilish, Green Day, Tame Impala, Aesop Rocky, fucking Young Thug, Glass Animals, Fisher, Black, Six Lack, <laughs> Modest Mouse, Ludacris, J.I.D., Purity Ring, Noah Cyrus, bro, Dylan Francis, Don Tolliver, San Holo, Earth Gang, Death From Above, Earth Gang. bro, yeah, Trevor Daniel, Still Woozy, that's fire too, bro, holy so, shit, so this is such a crazy list, I have read maybe half the list not even and like pretty much everybody's just like COVID's over let's get out yeah it's, it's not what, over for everybody listening like, to this that's what it's it not. felt like out there too that's yeah it's, that's what's crazy like I know people who have tickets to this already how much are they I well, I'm getting they're a few hundred bucks nah. like I, I I know some people already who are like yeah we're fucking out here bro four hundred dollars it's just crazy to think. $400 for general admission, $700 for VIP, $1,500 for VIP plus. Yo, I don't know. But the thing is, if I'm already in Vegas, $3,000 for the all-in fucking package. I think I would do general admission because there's other things to do in Vegas. Yeah, that's true. That's not, that's, I mean, I guess when you break it down on a three-day level, $395 for three days, that's not insane. That's not bad at all, actually. Yeah, that's not if bad. If you're bad. going to see everyone. That's like $100. Like, you you got to yeah, make a it little bit over. Well, even not then. I mean, like, if you're already in Vegas, there's shit to do. So even if you're not seeing somebody one day, you're like, I'm out. Fuck. Yeah, you well, got to go to the casino. But is yeah, it gonna like, I don't want to see Glass Animals and Billie Eilish. <laughs> Yo, is that going to be like that, though? Like, is life going to be that normal when you go to Vegas? Like, what's crazy is, like, that was my last vacation, like, a little getaway. Before, didn't even, didn't didn't even, even know, but know. I'm sitting here like in the club, fucking like elbow to elbow with people. Shit, we didn't know when we went to Roddy. That was the last okay. concert we went to, and I remember leaving, being like, "Bro, we gotta start hitting concerts all the time." And, and then, like, sure enough, nah. the world was like, "No, that's not an option." No, I am. What was our last? What was the very last one? That was it. That I thought was it was it? Earth Gang. Was Earth Gang? I thought Earth Gang was before Roddy. I forget. <laughs> they were like within a two week span of each other, and we even <laughs> went on the little. Uh, the link, uh, which is like the Ferris wheel, like that huge Ferris wheel that takes about like a half hour to go. Oh, in around. Vegas, yeah. So we're <laughs> yeah. like literally enclosed with random ass people from across the world. You know what I mean? Just but back then, you're like, turned. "What's up? What's your name?" Get turned, bro. Ah, oh, man, I hope that energy does find its way back into the I world, though. I don't know if it does. I don't know if it does. Hey, I want. Soon. Shit. I mean, like, I mean, a perfect example is like overseas before COVID. A lot of places already wore masks. When they during flu season, COVID's like done and, in countries, and, other countries, and things bro. like that. Like, yeah, yeah, it is done. Basically, basically done, done. Yeah, that's so crazy. Well, on like kind Oregon's of Oregon's did a note. really good job. I will say this: like we, like with the amount of cases we have, like it is pretty good out here in Oregon. Yeah, it ain't bad. It's been getting better. Yeah, we doing shit. We're not in California. Oh my goodness. Well, Florida. Yeah, people are dying like every minute. I know. Seriously, Jeez. we oh, are no weird. Spring break clips are crazy out there, man. Well, even we knew it, bro. When COVID first started, yeah, Miami was buck still. I like, know. When things end, who's the first artist you hope goes on tour? Silk Sonic. They don't even have a whole fucking thing. Though. I don't care. <laughs> like, don't just there, play one song fourteen times. <laughs> That's one thing that I can bring my son to. So, <laughs> and the energy won't be too wild. The weekend actually is coming through. You don't think the energy will be too wild? For a Silk Sonic concert? Bro, 
they don't have enough of a catalog for it to be just a Silk Sonic concert. So you would be getting hella Bruno. No, in there. I'm sure they have an album by then. If they wouldn't go on tour without. They wouldn't go on tour without. This might be a cliche answer, but anyone from Griselda. Yeah. Going on tour. Yeah, they are. I would. I would see that shit, bro. I was I could a big see, concert goer. I could see so. albums falling in between the transition period and us not getting certain tours. Oh, most definitely. Like, what I mean yeah. is, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get a Silk Sonic tour. Because, get this, they finished the album in the next three three months or whatever, and and the ticket sales or the capacity rules aren't big enough, they're going to skip that tour. But they were talking about it. No, yeah. I know. But if it, if the profit window... If the bag, has if the, right. if the yeah, bag right. isn't right yeah. and, the, and the energy isn't right, they're just going to skip it. Yeah. And then, that. and then it's going to become one of those things no, where it's like, damn, rules that, bro, I mean, they don't care, even before bro, COVID my first flight coming to Texas was no, full. but I'm talking about no, artists. It's full now, I'm talking about, that? it was, full I'm talking about first, artists. My first I'm, not, flight. I'm talking about oh. artists actually, cause it's different. And I'm not saying it's not a big deal that it's a full flight, but like, you know, how they're going to be like, bro, theaters are huge. So, so for instance, like if he hits a stage and it can seat 30,000, but they only allow 10,000. It would make no sense for them to take that tour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they, that's why they, they said the bag has to be right. Yeah, the bag has got to be right. And uh, I think unless they're doing it for the people, I mean, they're rich. They ain't gonna do it for the people. It's like really that. starting to show, though. Anderson's music is already enough for the people. They ain't gonna do the shows for the people. Yeah, you think so? Nah, they ain't gonna do it. I can see that tour not happening. Sadly, this year, you mean? Maybe ever. I think that's gonna happen. Like, and the reason why I say maybe ever is because if life doesn't get back to that optimal, uh, like show style right away, then they're both such iconic people. They just get busy. It's like expecting Pharrell to be a part of a tour. It's he like, does, are you, but he has his own thing though. But are you, but are you mad that he doesn't? You know what I mean? Like if the clips were to go on tour tomorrow, could you even be mad if Pharrell didn't join them? Well, no, I, I couldn't be mad, but he also has his Virginia beach thing every year. Yeah, It'd be different. You know, but what it's mean? different though. That's his thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. his thing. But because it's gonna, because that—that's what I'm saying. It's gonna. It's just like a, it's like a puzzle game of like so many pieces are gonna have to fall in line for us to get that Sonic Silk fucking yeah. tour. He just opened a hotel. Well, he co-opened a hotel down in Miami. Who? For uh, for all. That's dope. Yeah, it's actually like it's like a super boutique hotel. Like it's not. It's like off of like downtown, so it's like a little more like reserved. Yeah. So like. That's dope. Look that's, dope. That's hard. We, uh, I, I think I'm planning to spend Christmas and New Year's at Disney World if things are right next year. This or year, or at the end of the year, I mean. Yeah. Dude, my my family was talking about Thanksgiving there. Dude, yeah, it's it's gonna be rough though because there's so many people. But well, that's I what I mean. Is those are, those are that's also what's gonna be crazy. You better buy your is, shit and, soon. Um, um, that's something that I, selling out. Is that's gonna be a a factor on the opposite end? Is that if there are no restrictions, it's going to be literally a fighting spot for artists to get tour spots. On then. the spots, yeah. Everyone's going to be like, because everyone's going to be like, yeah, be like, oh, sorry, you can't perform that Saturday. Drake's here. Yeah. Like, oh, you well, can't perform the next dude. Saturday. Sorry, little baby's here. Like, <laughs> yeah, little baby needs to work on some hoops, man. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, dude. Hey, I heard he wants that rematch, though. Why? Though? Why? So trash. So embarrassing. Hey. Yeah. It's embarrassing because if I was Chance, I'd be pissed. What is it? That's the the, he, the old saying that all 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 ballers want to be rappers, all rappers want to be ballers. Well, we know you can't ball, bro. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's okay. It is you true. Can rap your ass off. You can wrap your ass off though. Fine, but. You can wrap your ass off, man. I mean, it's but Just, I hope you've been training then. Oh, because I, I don't know if Chance yeah, wants to rematch. That performance was bad. <laughs> and 
Honestly, I thought Jack Harlow was actually getting lessons from Tyler Hero. It was not shown there either. Yeah, but Jack Harlow has no, that. Ja- no, yes, Jack Harlow's got so. that messy white boy game where it's like no finesse, no grace. Still scoring. Kind of score still scoring. Yo, there, you'd yeah. still ask for him. Like, like you know what I mean? When, if you were like having runs at the park, he'd get in. That's what I mean. He's scrappy. Yeah. And if that's true, if baby got in, you kind of be like, okay, yeah, he I definitely. Hey, I got yo, you, you take a break. You know what I mean? Like, like hey, if I you're got, next, hey, I got a little. Baby. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, nah, man, I'm, I'm gonna take a break. You know what I mean? He I'm just needs to get loud. Play I that, ain't trying to get on pat, that. Play that Pat Beverly defense. Yeah, just be loud. Yeah, I got next. I got next. The squad. Yeah, if he's got next, I'll be like, well, I'm away. No, but you were here first, bro. Nah, that's fine. No, that's when you take your break. Like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go to the mini mart. Yeah. Grab a Gatorade, bro. Thanks. Maybe y'all be done by. Oh, I got a call. I got a call real quick. Hey, matter of fact, you fill in for me. It's one of those. It, it was that <laughs> fill bad. In for me. I ain't taking that. That's L. why I don't think Two Chains wants to do it. Running He's like, back. no, I won't. I won't <laughs> refuse. I wouldn't if I was. Give me Cole. <laughs> Shit, Chris Brown. Oh, Give me Chris Brown. Bro, Chris Brown. You, I just saw a video of J Cole hitting like fucking thirteen uh, threes bro, in a row or some shit. J. Cole can hoop. He's ready, bro. He put him on the Charlotte Hornets, bro. Right? Oh, Isn't Nance already in the league? Oh, man. <laughs> Isn't Nance already in the league? Oh, no, man. Yeah. Oh, he could be... He could come off the bench. Oh, my gosh. A couple threes for him. Yo, so... But there's this, real hoopers. This past, uh, this past week, we got... Some amazing music. Yes, sir. Right before we get into that, though, because we haven't had episodes since then, man. Did you guys, did you guys see the Grammy outcome at all? Yeah. Any of them? I yeah. actually didn't. No. Yeah. Kanye got his. <laughs> Bro, Kanye you know, got, a, got a contemporary Christian Grammy. No. Yeah. Shit. After pissing on his last one on video. Yeah. And, oh, I forgot about that. Uh, pissing on his Grammy, on putting on the Twitter, huh? And I don't want to talk too much about about. There's only really two things that I wanted to talk about. One, they swiped from my girl Chiga. I don't know how the fuck she didn't get best new artist. Who got who got that? I don't know. Someone who didn't matter. Someone who <laughs> I'm just, I'm just oh, fucking kidding. Who got it? Who got it though? I'll have to look it up. You gotta look it up. Let me see. Fact check. Right um there. pull it up. I like legit never heard of them before. And so. I might I might probably haven't either. Uh Oh, actually, no, it's you're right. It's Megan Thee Stallion. I know her. Okay. I didn't even know she was nominated. But still, that actually is sad. But she like, she, 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 she had a banging. Year, right? She had a banging year musically on the charts. On the charts. So I can't really say anything to that. I guess now that I think about it. Yeah, WAP. Um, yeah, she had WAP. I don't think that's what mattered though. She had Savage. WAP isn't a Megan. Uh, isn't a Megan song. It's a Cardi song. Yeah, but they're both. She's on it, uh, but I, I think you know, she won a Grammy though for Savage Remix. Oh, really? Yeah. So Beyonce won another Grammy too. Beyonce is officially the most Grammy oh, yeah, decorated artist yeah, yeah. of all time. Swear, yeah. Fucking I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was woman. Oh yeah, yeah. The most Grammy decorated woman of all time. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that as like just making. No, she's it not done. The I mean, it's not like yeah. she's done. She still has a. She's still in her. I would say Beyonce's in her prime. Definitely yeah. the goat women artist of all time of. The goat of one of our numbers, yeah. Of, of R&B. R&B, yeah, yeah, yeah. My one of my goats. I was gonna say, I don't know. How? That's weird, though. I, I guess like, yo, she makes some slappers. Don't get me wrong, but I might. I'm a Alicia Keys guy myself. I, I don't know. Ja, you guys, I you guys put those? Ja Rule and Ashanti too. <laughs> do you, do you guys put those together? Like you put like? No, yeah. sadly, I don't. Okay, okay. and like. Maybe not, that's not like that she Alicia does. Not, hey, I, not that she, I don't put them in the same like company of greatness. I'm talking about genre more music. so. And no, they're in, they're in, in like 
they're obviously both R and B and stuff. I think it's more like Beyonce's like having sex, and then Alicia Keys is like soul. Like you really feel it. Her keys. Yeah, man. Like, Yo, how can I even? Like, who do I even compare it to? It's like <laughs> I said, Beyonce. You like? Uh, no, I know. No, that's what I mean. It's like Beyonce is more surfboard. She has more, and not. I don't want to say sex. She has. I know. I know. A more. Just, she has more bangers. I'll say club that. bangers. Uh, more like. Drawn in, I think, sexual energy, like you know, like like yeah, of course. Some of her, some of her stuff is like club bangers and stuff and shit like that. But like, bro, New York's like even though it's not her song, New York State of Mind, things like that. Alicia Keys just has like this like amazing, just dope presence. You don't know my name, like you were never. I remember being a a teenager and like I was never like, oh, Alicia Keys is so hot. I was like. Keys is so, so beautiful. Really? So beautiful. I thought she, no, that's what I mean though. You don't call her hot. You're like, yeah. she's so beautiful. So soulful. When, and it's not like Beyonce's not beautiful or anything like that. It's just like, that's just the energy that you get from her. Did you guys know that on You Don't Know My Name, like it's not her playing the piano? Technically, like Kanye produced it. I mean And he made the keys. Is she like playing? Well, there's actually a few there's a there's a lot of songs that she doesn't there's a lot of songs that she doesn't play the piano. I thought but growing up when I heard it, I'm like, damn, she's wild on the piano and fucking singing like that. Well she can. I mean she can, but that's the thing is that she doesn't need to. Like she's a singer. She like no one fucking pays her for piano. Yeah. Yeah. My personal is Alicia Keys. As your goat. As for female singer, goat. I don't think I have a favorite female singer on Actually, I don't know. It'd have to like come in between her and Rihanna. We're coming between female goats. Yeah, this is coming up too, though. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. I don't think I have any old Riri, school bro. favorite girl singers, and I know Beyonce's not like old school, but I really caught the new, the, like the new wave of female R&B now has really got my ear a lot more. Like I really love like the Rihanna J and like um, fucking SZA, like you just said. Her, um, I need to get on you know, Kalani, Nija. Yeah, nay, I've I've missed yeah. Kalilov. Oh yeah, dude, exactly, and um, like Ella May. Yeah, like this round of female singers is much more entertaining to me than the '90s batch. And in the '90s, it was all about the male singers for me. I'll be oh, honest, man. Yeah, like shit, Tyrese, man. I'm, I'm so Avant, sorry. I'm, Joe, I'm so Joe. sorry, Joe. I'm sorry the to most. everyone for saying this, but I still have to say, like, obviously, before knowing the things he did wrong, bro, like R. Kelly still has like voice of a god. You believe that? He- like, yeah. if I could extract the voice, put it into a better human. Like, well, what there's is, a lot of artists that are like that, though. It's, yeah. it's fucking weird because, like, it's like, how is he just now getting canceled? Because, I mean, Chappelle. I know. Chappelle was, literally had skits all about it. I want to piss on you. It's because, well, it's because, like, it's power. It. People are like, oh, that's hilarious. He made it worse. Yeah. No, it's, just, made it funny. it's just power. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just power. Yeah. And, and, like, more so then... In Aaliyah. the, oh in my the God. 90s and in the 2000s, like having power or uh, m- like money pretty much secured you from anything. And like, yeah, it still does that now in certain situations. But the power of the Internet, the power of community and the ability to tell your tale has really made it hard for things like that to slip by. Because what I mean by that is like, yeah, you'd watch that Dave Chappelle skit and you'd be like, oh, yeah, the R. Kelly story. But where could you even research after that? You couldn't really. It was in the beginning stages of the internet, so Google was nowhere near what it is today. Yeah, like true. we were. That was like MySpace days, where like social media wasn't anywhere near it was today. Back in the day, social media wasn't full of memes, facts, NBA highlights, and clothing. It was full of your friends saying stupid shit. Yeah. So like, 
yeah. you weren't isn't that crazy to think about and music videos and music videos your that your friends eight. probably posted and top eights things that you guys were actually posting now there's ads ai all this algorithm bs and and all that and then on top of that there's the power of google yeah so now if someone fucking if something gets out about an artist it's all over the place and on top of that people can connect and i'm this is all not i'm not going for either side pros and cons and obviously it's a pro that, that bad people get in trouble for shit but now we've got tales for instance ti and tiny 20 years ago it wasn't possible for 30 victims to connect but now it is. Now you can start a Reddit thread. Literally, you can start a Reddit thread and be like, I had, I was abused by T.I. Anyone else agree? Or anyone else experience this? And I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay this at all. I'm just giving a, an example. And then you can have people tell their fucking story. That didn't exist before. So people like R. Kelly, you rich, you had power. That was it. That was like the end of story. And that's why I think a lot of the 90s artists and a lot of the 2000s artists got away with so much shit. Yeah. Shit, like, they're dragging, they still drag Prince's name now. He's dead, but all that shit came out. All of his womanizing shit came out eventually. Just he was dead. So he didn't, <laughs> he got to experience a life without being torn to shreds. Yeah. You know, uh, and I think that's interesting. Well, it's just like the whole Michael Jackson thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean that but that, that's a whole different pot that I don't want to really get into because then there's the whole like industry side of it. Yeah, and then there's also like the industry side of like conspiracy theories and him like you know pretty much saying like they want to kill me. Yeah, and like shit like that. They're so trying to ter- kill, assassinate his character. Yeah, exactly. So it's like kind of hard because then you're getting into like I don't want to get too. I don't want to talk Illuminati. too much about it. Yeah, well, not even <laughs> Illuminati. No, we're talking. Then we're getting into government, government yeah. construct and control, yeah. which is like what it comes down to to certain big level artists. Like yeah. obviously, you're not going to be someone Michael Jackson and Drake level, who influences the youth on the level that you do, without the fucking highest powers in the country having some form of input. Yeah, it's true. Being like, no, we don't want all the kids in the world to do this. Yeah, we don't want to be happy. Yeah, like YOLO, bro. <laughs> no, but straight up, it's true. Yeah, like no, seriously, like there's a like it just makes like it makes sense. Yeah, it makes like common sense. and and people and like people, you can say whatever you want and be like, oh, like no, it's all deserved and like hard work is deserved, but like industry planting, that's a real ass thing. Yeah, and what and and I think the issue is. What do you what, mean industry what plant? We, like planting just artists or like people? That yeah, you never plant. heard of an industry plant? Okay, no, yeah, yeah, like, so. So what I mean by that though is I think that I think that there's an issue with even that na- that word as a whole because for instance Drake is not an industry plant. No. He's an industry pick though. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like after his first 5 years of being successful, they were like, "Oh, we're never letting this nigga go." Yeah. Like we're going to It's like if the NBA could keep LeBron in prime shape the forever, they would. They would oh, because yeah. he's the face of the league and he brings in more money than they've ever fucking got. Yeah. Like and it's the same shit for Drake. They're like, holy shit, we never knew that we ne- like the the industry the entertainment industry was like we never knew we could make money like this. Yeah. Ever. Ever, well, ever. Well, even like Jordan. Like they would have done the same thing with Jordan. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And His shoes. if they could turn you into a robot, they fucking would. It's fucking weird too, because like everyone like I know everyone's like, Oh, we should get Kobe to be the logo. It's like you guys don't understand. There's a lot of money that's been being pushed since Jordan left. To get his logo to be the NBA. Well, that'll never happen though because Nike. Yeah. 
Like, because what other silhouette are they going to use? Yeah. You know no, I mean? they'd use the Jordan logo. But Jordan owned, like, I'm sure they'd be okay with that. Yeah. They would never come to that deal, though. No. That's Nike, what they've been pushing, though. That's why they're saying that, like, that's why Kobe, like, the whole Kobe thing, they're not even taking into consideration. What that's going to take, though, is pretty much Nike owning the league. I mean, they own the jerseys. They do. Yeah. They're a step. They're already a step towards that direction. Yeah. But I think they should change it, though. Like, who's I that guy? Know. Who's Jerry, that West? Guy? Jerry West. Jerry West, yeah. man. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jerry West. Cool. Jerry West is. I like Jerry West. It's a good logo. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's some logos out there that it's just like, it's not even a silhouette. It's just straight up the letters. Like, they literally got homie as a silhouette. That's dope to me. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. But uh, the fadeaway Kobe, the fadeaway Kobe logo is hard as fuck. I mean, if it would to be any other logo, be the jump man, right? I wouldn't want to see the jump. I don't want to see the jump man on it because it's too wide. It's too wide for the slim NBA profile. That's true. For the socks, for the, man. Yeah, for the size, man. I think they would change um, it not to be exactly like the Jumpman, but like something. Man, I'm saying bring in, like bring back the Shaq logo. <laughs> the fucking big jam Shaq logo. Bro, people don't remember. Do you guys remember the LeBron Dunkman logo? Mm, yeah, whoa, the yeah, one so arm. It's cool. Yo, that was such a crazy logo. That was, was so tough. sick, though. The yeah. tomahawk. Yeah, that was the tomahawk. That's crazy, that. bro. Fucking yo, let's get into some of this music this week, though, man. Um, yeah, what we t- what we talking about? Bro, there was a That's lot. Uh, we got the Coda and the Static Selecta album dropped, which I didn't expect them to drop so fast, man. Uh, then we got the Benny the Butcher, Harry Fraud, Plugs I Met too, and then we got uh, what is it? One one was it one one seven six? Yeah, is, is that it? I think that's that's the name of the Guap Dad album. I always do bad when I always do bad when they just name it fucking yeah, it numbers. Is. It is. Yeah. yeah, it's probably the name of his house or some shit. It was the name yeah. of his old house, um, his old family home, which I actually really like. That one one seven six. Yeah, um, all collaboration albums too. Like yeah. how sick Producer, is that? Artist, this is yeah, like so hip hop. I don't think people. I think people are kind of under. Um, Underappreciating and yeah. undermining how dope that is, like, yeah. bro, two that, artists that used to be the producer. norm. Yeah, yeah, that used to be not even. I don't even want to call it the norm. That used to be like a ritual. Let's bust out a fucking yeah, tape it was like, right hey, now. Bro, we're like, doing a fucking project, bro. Yeah. Like, and you would always go, oh, I'm meeting with my producer. Oh, I'm meeting with my rapper. I'm meeting with my artist. Well, that's why Benny was saying that. Like, it's funny because it's so cohesive. Like this, like the albums when you do it that way. And Benny was saying that like most of these rappers, like songs mean more when there's meaning. Like you know, an album means more when there's it's set up a certain yeah. way. And he's like, people just say random ass shit. Rappers do it all the time. He's like, me, I've never felt that way because music kind of has to have motive to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really thank him for that because I view it kind of the same way. Not to say like random club bangers aren't fun. No, but, but there's a passion to it that exactly. I love. Exactly. Yeah, what I love about these these projects is exactly what you said like the cohesive energy from start to finish i mean it's so much more special though when you have that too Mm -hmm. because you're checking back in with one person over and over versus like say i got one beat from murda he don't give a fuck what the rest of the album sounds like and i'm not saying he doesn't give a fuck what the rest of the album sounds like but i'm not checking back in with him to be like hey bro this is where your track fits as track 10 between track nine, the song Blue Roses, and uh, track Roses. 11, uh, Skyline. Yeah. And your track fits right here. And, like, I'm not saying that that relationship doesn't exist because there are tons of artists who are that meticulous on every single facet. track, yeah. every facet of their project. 
But a lot of a lot of producers and rappers will do verses and beats and not even know if it'll be on the album until the album comes out. Yeah. Versus you're in the fucking album process with me the entire time if yeah. we're a producer and artist doing the whole project together. Well, but there's like 10 people that have their hands on it and they yeah. don't know who's going to use it. That's yeah. weird to me. It's just kind of like, uh, what was that French and sweet, like, uh, unforgettable. Yeah. Like 10 different people, I guess had that beat. And the, the, uh, chorus too, right? Yeah. Like I, it was, I like think they had the most song. Chorus. I think they had most of the chorus. Who do you down. give the credit out to then? There's actually they two producers. Like there's there's two, two producers on that. And then also like takes away like, who did what, you know? Like, I mean, and I'm not saying that rappers are on this no. level, but it's like that same shit where it's like, when a song doesn't feel cohesive, it might as well have just been from another hand. And like, obviously that's a far stretch, but for instance, like, just like you said, it had been shopped around the beat. Yeah. It's like that same shit when a verse gets shopped around, yep. like, you know, and like Ed Shireen will be like, oh yeah, I wrote this for Rihanna. It ended up with Selena Gomez. Yeah. Or it's just like, like when Bed, like the dream wrote Bed. And gave it to Jay, Hol- Jay Holiday was like, I'll take it. And Chris Brown, after it went, did so well, Chris Brown was kind of like salty and was like, yo, I could have had that. He showed <laughs> me first. He showed me bed first. You know what I mean? Like, Damn, bed by Chris it. Brown would have went hard, though. But Jay Holiday killed it, too, though. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, once you found out Dream was, like, I remember, like, younger me. You found out he was a writer? was writing all this stuff. And I'm like, this, when you hear a Dream song, you're just like, this is Zim. Is it? Yeah. Just even the little ad libs, you know what I mean? Like it's wild. Yeah. I mean what's funny about someone like Benny saying that is that he's such a masterclass writer that I don't feel that way about his music. You know, like for instance when I heard like three thirty in Houston, I was like, This is fire, bro. Like, even though it's not a whole cohesive project and like I guess in his eyes he would view it as just like a one off song. I think it worked it worked great and I don't think that he falls victim to what he's talking about well, I feel like all. that was kind of a special situation though because of what happened yeah, yeah. well like not even just that though just in, just mean, in, just like in general though yeah, I feel like I Benny is and not just Benny I think the Griselda guys are great at taste make at being a, uh, like hip-hop tastemakers and what I mean by that is like they do put together cohesive projects even when they are bringing other producers in and I think that goes to show how much they do care you know someone like uh, the Conway album, his his uh, from King to a God that had so many producers on it, but you can tell that they were real relationships. I think is the difference. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they were all producers who you knew he was already cool with, um, and they were all producers who he probably did have that type of revision energy with. Where it's like, yo, this is where it's at on the project. This is what's going down with this part on it. This is who I'm having on it. X, Y, and Z. And I think what what I think part of that for the Griselda guys is that they also fucking work so fast. So it's like if so if Conway's like, yeah, I'm gonna take that beat, he probably hasn't released in like a month. Well yeah. they have like this sound that they've captured though, that I think that ten producers or not, you're gonna have Benny or Conway be like, Yeah, this is how you know I yeah, want yeah, yeah, to yeah. sound. You feel me? Like, it's like it's like if you're gonna use more than one producer, make sure that they're very, very finely curated. Yeah, um, they don't have a problem with that though because they've worked with so many people. I feel that's like true. I mean, that's such a catalog. So even if the, it's a mixed bag, we also have a sense of um, familiarity with it because we've already heard them work together. Yeah, they've like cooked with that with exactly. those people before. It's not like 
fresh out the pot. Yeah, like absolutely. Um, and so, like, like you, like you just said, like perfect example. Um, like Benny came back with this project, um, and he did this one with Harry Fraud. But then, like, look at the list of other people that he loves working with, like Harry Fraud, Derringer, Alchemist, like all, Hit Boy. all, yeah, all these people. Like Hit Boy is out of that, that box like a little a, bit, box, but all yeah. the other ones like are doing Grammy Boom Bap. So it's like, is it that crazy to mix up your tracks? But I do love the energy that he came with what you said, though. And I think that's what makes it all the Griselda boys like that next level of special artists is the fact that they care and that they have the ability to not degrade themselves, but to think that there's even a moment that they're not stepping up to the plate. Yeah. You know, being like, oh, yeah, like I want to do these artists and producer stuff because when I be doing these one offs, like it's not as, you know, it's not as up to snuff or whatever. Like, that's great to hear that from him. It's like I'm here for it. Um, before we break down that project, also you were talking about another upcoming project with Benny and Freddie and Alchemist. <laughs> like, talk about familiarity, man. Like, I better get a Grammy. That better get a year. fucking album Grammy. of the year. Probably, I'm calling it. Good I mean, Alfredo it. was album of the year, low key, yeah, and man. it didn't get a Grammy. But that's because Nas is mm, 20 years in and deserved one. It might be his last time. Exactly, it might be his last nomination. So I'm like really not. I, I'm mad. not hating on that at all. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like I'm not really mad. Cool. What's crazy though is that is that just like this episode where we're talking about producer and rapper albums. Like man, it was cool that the two the two winners that were the two options that were going to be winners. Were old school albums like that because it was Nas and Hit Boy and then Alchemist oh, Freddy. Did you see Sean like tell Hit Boy that Big Sean was the one who announced to Hit Boy that he got a Grammy? Mm-mm. <sighs> a moment. There's a, there's a video. A video? Yeah. Oh, Big Sean's like, he, he's like, yo, we got it. And he's like, oh, what you want you a mean? Grammy? Oh, got the like, Grammy? Grammy. He's like, oh, shit. That's, it's weird because like when you get your first one, I guess it's just a feeling of validation, right? From, I think that's what it's work. become because like it's funny in the rap world, they, are like other oh, Grammys don't matter. Yeah, but I'm not mad if I get one. See, that's the energy, bro. It's that's like that's saying. the energy. It's like, but I ain't it mad. Has to be that way, though. It's like being in the NBA All Star game and like getting MVP. It's like, I mean, it's not a ship, but it is saying that I played tighter than yeah, all bust, of the yeah. best players in the league yeah, today. Right. I, I busted my ass. I busted off. my ass off today. Yo, like damn. Giannis is so low key when he gets it. He's just like he's like putting his like warm up shirt back on, and they're like, Hey, Giannis, it's you. He's, he's like, it's me. Looper. He's like, it's me. And he goes up and he's like, "Oh, it's kind of, it's kind of heavy." Like, <laughs> yeah, I suppose you, you don't want to get posterized. Giannis was fucking like, what was it, like fifteen for sixteen? <laughs> he was sixteen for sixteen. Sixteen for sixteen, and that's why he got it. I bet you he missed a few of those shots. Damon or Damon Steph, one of those would have got it. Bro, hundred percent. Damon went ham at the end. He yeah. scored the last like nine points, just half court ender game winner. Like, come on, you're not gonna. Sorry, I'm being a fanboy, but like, you're not gonna give this man. You got the Blazers. You're not gonna you give this man the MVP, MVP after hitting him from half court did to end the game. game. Giannis, oh, though. Okay. <laughs> did we win today? What's up? Yeah, we won. Oh, word. Giannis, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's just really cool to see real hip hop though on that on those lists too in the Grammys. Yeah, I mean, but real who's en- really I listening? Say real enough is what I'll say. Yeah, real it's like enough. real enough. Yeah. They're including enough. How much of the committee is really listening? That's that's, that's one thing. I was, what I, yeah, like, exactly. How much of the committee? Anyway. Yeah, it's a it's a Grammy committee. Yeah, I know. But and like, and ooh, ooh. what's crazy is that actually there's some the committee is not as hard as you think to get in. Like you have to just be a prof- you have to be a professional artist, and there are some qualifications to apply. But like I know this 
bass artist who like applied to be on the Grammy committee and like she got in. She's like this random bass girl from fucking Seattle. Mm, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it is it is sick, but she's got like two thousand followers and is in like a little band. But it's like who And that's no that's no diss to what she does. But like Can, I think the bigger you... issue is that people who are eligible to be to get on the board don't care to be on the board. So it's still all these old fucks who like like they don't have their hat in the game. You know what exactly. I mean? Their skin's not in the game, so like But in that better. sense, why do we even care? But back Back to the music, man. Uh, I want to talk about that Benny album first, if that's okay right. with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just love like producers getting like back in the day, just getting their credit now. I just love them getting their credit now, like that. Yeah, like I love that it doesn't just say Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud. It yeah. says Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud. And like, it's funny that you say that because I was on Genius this week, uh, just like reading the lyrics of the coda, and someone legit was mad in the in the comment section on Genius and was like, "What the fuck, guys?" I've been trying to edit this for everybody, and it's not under the Coda, Coda the Friend. It's under Coda and Static. Why does Static get this credit? And I was like, what? He produced the whole he album, He produced maybe? the entire album, bro. He's on the cover. Like, yeah, and, and that's, that's a perfect example of producers not getting the respect that they deserve. You're you know you're like oh I love seeing their them get their it's, it just, get their bread good. and get that yeah. respect and that love and they get their name on there on the project you know Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud Guap Dad and Ill Mind fucking Coda and Static and then on the opposite end we've got that fuck on the fucking website who's like why are they crediting Static like what what do you mean you don't even know what this hip hop shit is about like like that's that shit where it's like bro. Fuck anything that you got credits on. Take your name off of everything you've ever done in your life then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But if you're going to hate, if you're going to hate on that level where you're like, oh, I don't care about who the producer is. And it's like, yeah, take your name off of every group project you've ever done because you don't matter either, motherfucker. Yeah, quit annotating quit, the genius. Quit too, annotating man. the genius then, bitch. Deleteyourgenius.com profile. <laughs> I don't care how many songs you've done. I'm going to hack you. No. Take that shit off. Cancel that man. Oh my god. But yo, the plugs I met too, man. I fucking Can we just talk about that cover art real quick? Hard. So dope. Bro, and then it goes straight into when Tony met Sosa. And I was like, damn, bars. That's probably one of his went there. He spit on that track too. Bro, I know. The only reason I didn't like that is because it's his first track. I don't know. I have something against the intro being my favorite song, which is like yeah, oh, you, yeah. You put it's something, there, it's something it, with me. Yeah, but he went. That was like one of the hardest bar for bar. If you I, read it, man. On I remember I, I was nineteen. And I had work the next morning, and I was like trying to go to sleep. It was like two in the morning. I just had trouble falling asleep. And my wife was watching TV, and Scarface came on. <laughs> it's like shit. And like I'm sitting there trying to fall asleep. But I keep like mouthing every word to the movie, and I'm like, damn it, this is so good. I end up staying up, and I'm just like, it's so good. That scene is just like, I, I love it. I, I hate that I keep going back to it, but I love the reference of when Tony met Sosa because of the importance of Tony, Mon- Tony Montana being nothing if he never met Sosa. It wasn't nothing. Not nothing, but that was a that was like a, a propelling moment well, when he said, in his life. Yeah. It was a propelling moment in his life. And what I mean by that is I feel like the name and the cover, obviously, embodies how benny feels about harry it's the like plug i met that's what i mean and that's that's so dope that's such dope gratitude yeah. to give to your producer to be like nah man you, you the like plug yeah. 
Like you the fucking you You're Sosa Yeah uh, Like I'm, t- I'm Tony You're Sosa yeah. And that's so fucking dope um, I didn't think about it that way Yeah that's, that's hard, hard as fuck bro so and, and when he starts the song up And he's like My shit A1 Nigga be like yo Hey yo this, this <laughs> You saved this rap shit He's like nah This rap shit saved me I fuck with that bro And like Out of all three of them I don't think people sense it Because they're all so Gruff voice New York Benny is so far the most humble Out of the three of them We got shot but not before that even. <laughs> I'm playing. Before that, yeah, I'm just Benny, he always has, you know, yeah. exactly. Back to the bars where he's he like, he's he like, uh, like money don't make you more solid. It just makes you 10 times the person you were before you got it. Yeah. Like it's th- those type of bars where I'm like, bro, y'all. Which is weird in Coke rap. I know, right? Dropping yeah. bars like life bars. In Coke rap. Like, yeah, I get it. I don't want to put it in a box like that, but then he even admits that he's in that field. You know what I mean? Like that's his, that's his lane. Bro, but he barred out so hard, just like you said. We said, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. You were talking about the coke raps. Yeah, coke raps. And then even in that scene when he's just like, don't you ever fuck me, Tony. Yeah. Don't you ever fuck with me, Tony. And he's just like, I got two things in this world. Just my my balls and my word. And I break them for no one. I barely remember that movie. I probably probably might as well have said I'd not seen that movie. You should watch it. Bro. So young when I saw it. Even when they're dancing in the club. Hey, shout out to the homie, though. Just like you said, bro. Coke rap is real. The homie in the chat, man. I see you, Key. just said, no, Coke rap. This real lyrics. It's so true. That's what's crazy. No one has ever. And even though he's he's, uh, quite a few projects in. I love Pusha, but I'll get I'll give I'll give people that fair criticism when people are like, "Oh, all Pusha talks about is coke." Benny is that evolution where it's like with Pusha, you feel like he just keeps talking about coke, so if you can't relate, you don't relate. He pushes and, that much. Did and, you, and, what bar does Benny uh, say? Where he says that push the only one who pushes more. Yes, that's uh, hard. Pusha push a ton of that shit that um, make your nose run. I remember. But I that. love I love that Benny is more so talking about it like this is my truth. This is, is this is where I'm from, and you can't know me without knowing this. Yeah. Versus with Push, it feels like I don't know anything else. But with Benny, I feel like I know so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, and the level of, of writing that he had, though, like you said, Nick, like he just went off, especially for an intro. He's like, when niggas say they intro. need less trappers and more poets, I kept talking to hustlers that's more heroic. It's the difference when you rise out of ghetto, come back and grow it. The game broke my heart in three places. I never, I never show, show it. it. Like he just goes in, bro. Yeah. yeah, that he really does on this song. What does he say? He says, "Close my eyes and a voice in my uh, and a voice my eardrum tell me before the fed co- feds come to turn these bread com- crumbs into hedge funds." Hedge funds. Like he's a fool, bro. His flow, I noticed it's choppier this time though. I laughed at it, this whole shit. How I captured it so quick. Yeah, I ran the field with the passion of old Vic, and I'm just like, man, he went in, and that was a in this song, fucking yeah. like, and I get intro. it, like you don't. There's something weird about saying the first song or the hit on the album right. is your favorite song, but sometimes it is. Sometimes I, it is. I was literally when I, we were talking about what song review I wanted to do off of the Guap Dad thing. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But I was like, yo, I think I want to do Soup Kid, but this is going to be way... Like the last song? Yeah, I was like, but fuck. I was like, but Chicken Adobo is the hit. You know what I mean? Well, like one of the it. albums we're talking so about, Code, is like the first song is... Is one of the best ones too. Yeah. Wolves, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're gonna talk we'll get about to that, that okay. a little bit, but, but yeah, it's kind of contradicting what I said here yeah. earlier. But shit, wow. Overall, it's pretty good too. We get to the next one. Yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, 
So we can talk about his features now because he brings chinks. I know. Rest in peace. His chinks verse. Like what the fuck, bro? How do you where, get that? Where did that come like, from? That's what I'm saying. He's probably he's when in the game, When you get to that bro. level, when you get, when you get level, to that you, level, you getting some. So when we're talking so about getting fire. to that level, I want to ask you guys a quick question. If because we know Griselda might be able to get there. Actually, I don't know. If they got to Jay Z talking wealth here, how did you guys feel about that? Because they're Coke boy rappers, and that's kind of how Jay kind of came up like jay was more what but he i don't know it's different though there's coke boy okay as much as i, like I don't jay, think they all i don't i don't even like i don't like calling it coke, coke yeah. boy no, rappers. Like that's boy fucking rap. french montana so i know what you mean though it's like street field like slang like they're like really they're slangy. really but they're it's in like it. they're like they're the in second it, generation it's like a second coming of of reality coming back to the mainstream and like that's like back with like you know like Big L and fucking Jay when he first came out and like you know back when Wu came out all that like oh, how can I put it the seller not doer age back before because now rap is all about doing the zan, having the zans and fucking partying and and the lean and shit back when it wasn't cool to do drugs like the the drug dealer era. yeah like I'm that, slanging that, that drug I'm slanging. That, yeah the slang era that drug dealers anonymous shit yeah, yeah. um. I feel like there is this realness to their core group and there is a dope energy and they have, they have guidance is this is something that Jay didn't have back then because the game didn't have structure. So they have this, all this structure. I like now. that answer. Um, That's true. I think with this structure, it provides them so many more building blocks. They'd probably give back like, so they'll become, like you, I don't think they'll ever be billionaires, but I think that that stems from a connectivity thing too. Cause Jay best believe he left the hood. A while ago, yeah, and he was um, he was very marketable. He's very marketable. They're not marketable on that level. And what I mean by that is like, and Jay had they're game. they're incredible, incredible fucking artists. But I mean, someone like my girlfriend, she ain't bumping Griselda. Yeah, but Jay had songs girls were bumping. I think what um, and shit true. like that. To add on to your question, I don't think they start. He start. They start. Rapping conscious though, oh never. In a sense, now and what I mean by conscious is I like That's we're not gonna get a four forty four. We're not gonna get a four 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 from them ever. That's kind of what I was like. Yeah, but we I don't need a four 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 ever. Like we're gonna get. I didn't need four. I see them more so hitting the road that Nas took. Yeah, where like they're gonna they're gonna be more than more than wealthy solidified. by the end of it all. More than solidified, they all already have their own record labels. One with BSF. Westside has Griselda, and now uh, Con- Rock? Uh, no BSF. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And then um, Conway just started drum work. Yeah, they're like they're really laying down the pieces yeah. to the stay here forever. Yeah, yeah, ten ten years from now they will be a household name in rap, but in that same way where I think you put it best, man, they just don't have a certain level of marketability. The same way that we're seeing Freddie Gibbs blow up right now. Um, it's almost time for them. It's time for them. Geez. They're going to get the same thing. They're yeah. going to get the same treatment, especially because they're all friends. Yeah. They're going to blow up on that level where it doesn't matter how far from today we go. It could be 20 years from now and they can be legends. There will always be people who don't know who Griselda is. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, it's just like, I don't know, even be on the West Coast, there's a bunch of Bay Area people that people don't. Oh, realize. that's so perfect. That's a perfect example, bro. Yeah. New York niggas ain't bumping Larry June. Yep. They're not. Some of them never even heard his name. But he's a legend over here. He's fucking 
nice. Yeah, he's nice, nice with it. Yeah, and he should James. be hurt. And he should be hurt. He should be hurt. Even Dom. Like, I guarantee you. And I heard Dom's coming out with Westside. Yeah. Cross my fingers. From Westside with Love 3? Yeah, this is perfect what? timing. That's a lot. If we hit, if we hit that for this, if that comes out this summer and it hits. Oh, this summer is going to be the greatest. <laughs> if, if everyone gets vaccinated and that should work type shit. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. We out. Telling you. Out. I'm looking for that. Everyone, yeah, I mean, we have to, we can't have to look forward to something, bro. Yeah, but I, think about how life was right before COVID, bro. <laughs> Literally, I was thinking was about lit. that the other day. You wake up, oh, like you're not thinking about that. You, I mean, no, what do we have? It. We had Ebola, like that crazy, no, Ebola, crazy I'm, shit. There's four did you cases, hear about that yeah. Ebola cases in Oregon? Yeah, yeah, too? but it's but it's like very much less transferable than yo, than COVID, yeah. You really back to like, uh, blood transfusion. That overall track, though, bro. That's, that's my what favorite I meant by beat. Lace the tri- the chinks verse on bro, there. Bro, like, that's my favorite fucking beat though on this whole album. On the whole album? Yeah, this beat is so crazy. Harry Fraud went stupid on this. Just the sample chops and like uh the bridge when it's like like that shit, bro. Like ah, uh, I don't know. This is one of those tracks that really did just make me fucking smile cuz it's like, man, this is about as as real golden era as it gets. Uh, I love his flow in the beginning. I don't showboat, you know though. Me and Bono minus Gina, we like Tony and Manolo. You don't show the photo. <laughs> yeah, what does he say? Uh, the same the reason Bobby went solo. Right this photo. tech shooting slow mo. I'm tipsy riding shotgun in the Volvo. My shit punched like Miguel, Miguel Cotto. Cotto, bro. When I heard the Miguel Cotto line, I was like, bro. What? You gotta keep going with that though. I yeah. know, bro. We went from whipping soft oats to late night talk, talk shows. Y'all getting frail, I'll get mailing to your robes. He's a fool. Lord knows my ear, neck, and my wrist all froze. Um, I fucking love. But then he always has to do it with some real life bars, bro. Pyrex glasses was my major. It's hard to tell a butterfly from caterpillar stages. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, like, that, true? Like, that true? Like, that true? he always laces He drops some, that ball. Like, he drops those gems. Yes. yes. That's gems. That's gems. the difference between bars. him and, like, Push. Yeah. And that's no disrespect. Like, I can't. I'm so bouncy, bitch, get off of me. Like, yeah. exactly, bro. Like, he ain't saying shit like that. <laughs> everyone in Griselda, though, he's the one that does this. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he drops, drops real gems. fucking gems, Humble bro. Humble gems. Humble gems, which That's is the nice because they're not exactly the same. Like you know, what I mean, with Conway, he's he's grimy. He's he's more fuck. grimy, bro. The chinks, the chinks chorus is so bro, hard I though. Would... I'm creeping in that lack real slow. Keep a chopper for that riff. I let it go. <laughs> that shit is hard though. <laughs> Find him in the back brim low. I, I ain't with that cuff and that trick. I let her go. I let her go. You know, fuck you know. <laughs> What did he say? He said, the way I blew up the weight, niggas thought I had a cape. <laughs> Mr. Extra 12 grams on every 28. I'm the hood Bill Gates, the black soprano with state. Been doing numbers at the gate. I've been tripling as of late. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. Yo, so a homie in the chat said, uh, y'all don't fuck with Survivor's Remorse. Bro, what? I fuck we with the whole. That, I fuck with boy, the whole. I fuck that. with the whole album. Sorry, we're just going. We're going Real track slow. by track right now. But track we'll two. we'll we'll oh, talk. All right, all right. We can That's go straight to Survivor's Remorse, man, we'll, and we'll talk. We, we can talk about it after. A lot, though, but no, we'll go we'll go backwards, bro. I love Survivor's, Survivor's Remorse, Remorse, and I also love the tie-in to the track list, like to the whole theme of when Tony met Sosa and to Thanksgiving, because like Survivor's Remorse is like, yo, man, I'm grateful to be alive. 
but why am I the but, one? But alive? Why, why am I the one alive? And then Thanksgiving is like him being like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm alive. Yeah, yeah like, like fuck it, I'm grateful. Fuck y'all. Yeah, like, I gotta be grateful. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, this is the bar. This one has the like one of my favorite bars from the whole album too. Hmm. You know my pot game is textbook. Who's so more dope than us? Except push. Yeah. Yep. Like that shit is so hard. He, he calls out the survivors' remorse is a crazy ass. Like the proof is in how psychology behind it. I like, I forgot what video I was watching, but somebody that like lived on like a sunken ship like ended up like surviving while the rest of the crew died, and he like for, like would just have night terrors and like the therapist like data behind it all it's just fucked Dang, that's up. crazy i mean that's like war it's like being the only person to survive like your platoon yeah being like bro i had or like a car accident boys. like yeah. can, can you imagine if like all like knock on wood but you're all on like a car with like your homies all of them it's just like oh well, i think it really sets in when you're hereditary when you're the key when you're the key of the oh, issue that's yeah hereditary. yeah that's what i was gonna say when you're the key of the issue when you're the driver and you survive or yeah. something, or like you're the one piloting the situation. In high school, I was driving two homies and I was faded, bro. Like, knock on, well, like, good thing, none, oh, nothing yeah, happened, but man. I crashed. I totaled the whip, bro. And like, I had the home, two, homies, two homies in the whip, bro. Yeah. It's just like this bar in Survivors and More. This is supposed to be success living if you were living. Yeah. If you were alive. So why the fuck I feel stressed out and guilty? Yeah, because you, that's a win, right? That you, you get to have a chance to survive from your mistake. I, I think about that all the time. I, like, I would never see it that way, though. When I did <laughs> all this drunk, way. yeah. When well, I did all what, that drunk driving. What I, I love there. about it, about yeah. it too, is that Happy is that Benny has Same, lived bro. the experiences don't, don't though, drink and, drive, no, and he's lived he's lived so close to the line. Like Benny, you know, he's been he's been in and out a couple times. Yeah, you know, so like, and he also talked about that's how he met uh, like one of Jay's boys was actually in prison, and that led to like the Rock Nation connection, like all this crazy shit, and like his even his point of view on that is so wise, like where he's like, I, he's like, I I don't regret ever going. Every time he said, every time I got locked up, I felt like I needed to go. <laughs> like that's the realest shit that someone could say, because it's just true. That's just maturity. Yeah, that's just growth. That's that's wanting to grow yeah. too, and I fuck with that the most. Um, I think Maybe that the best out of your situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Bro, and then uh, moving backwards, though, you know, straight from Survivor's Remorse, going back to the 2 Chains track, man, this is actually the only track, this is my least favorite track, probably, actually. Plug Talk? Plug Talk. Man, I really think that 2 Chains didn't go in there. He didn't, but in in general, though, he just took the L in the hoop, bro. Yeah, he ain't in a good mood, bro. He's like, (laughs) I ain't in the mood. He's supposed to wrap his ass off, too, bro. Come on, he's tired, bro. Nah, I don't know. I I agree with you guys. He didn't. I think I he went know. off. The, he went. You think he went off? They went off. The part where he says, he said, it's on care of myself. I'll tell you happy birthday on the wrong, wrong day. day. Like, <laughs> just the, the off. Day, turkey bags. One thing I haven't heard in a minute is. Oh, God, what's an FN? Uh, what is it? Metaphors that are not what you would first come to mind. Like, plug talk, like a Tesla. Mm, yeah, yeah. When it's like, oh wait, yeah, Tesla's do plug it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just shit like that. It's like uh, ball hard, Uncle Fester, and just uh, when he said getting cheese getting like cheese Colgate, like Colgate, smiling. And you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, yeah, just okay, that's like a bar. That. And I was like, that's I like, he's got to go in. Only he could do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what I don't know any other rapper that could rap that. And that's I'd be true. Like, that's kind of that's dope. That's true. Is an energy about it. That's what I, something I appreciate about Chains is that even if I don't dislike the verse, I like I never hate it. I'm always like, that was a really two Chains ass verse. Ringle when I'm in my baggage. It's just like, oh okay, Santa. Slide on him like yeah. home plate. Yeah, it, it's just random ass 
things, right? I mean, it was bars. It was bars. For for the verse he has, you wouldn't think that it would make you think, but it makes you think just enough. Chains is the modern ludicrous in my eyes. Where like he's just it's not because they're the same, but like they rap with such a unique style, you're never mistaken on who it is, and deep down they are barring out no matter how silly the verse is. It's true. But I mean how funny is it to tag the word silly on a rap verse though? I've never called a rapper silly except for fucking Ludacris or Two Chains. I'm, I'm kinda seeing him in almost in like the the section where Bronson is going. He's just kinda doing his own shit now. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's got his the most expensive shit. Like so have you seen that? Yeah. I love that. If you don't if you don't really like it, we can talk about the next one. I don't have much to say other than I, I liked it. I liked it. Live by it is my shit, yeah. bro. Live by it's one of my favorite. I think that might be my favorite one besides that, the next no, one. No, I, I actually think live by it is for sh- is it's not my favorite beat because uh, overall it, overall is my favorite beat. Um, I have my favorite bar on there, but live by it is for sure my favorite fucking writing. Uh, what does it say? The part where he says, uh, uh. Bro, everything is so hard. He said, this heat clapping makes street savages peace advocates. I'm on the West Coast with a bitch that's East, East African. African. I used to take a nine out of brick and repackage it. OGs put us on and we cherish it. Now I want my young niggas shooters like, like Pete, Pete Maravich. Maravich. Bro, like when I heard that, that was so hard. But the next bar is my maybe my favorite out of the whole project. And it's so simple, but it's just so, it's that wisdom and, and like humble connection to reality. That makes his music my favorite out of Griselda. But when he says, you shot up a crowd and thought you was gangster, but hit a kid because killers don't go to shooting ranges. You know my neighborhood was super dangerous. A record deal would get you lit, but a robbery make you super famous. Yeah. Like my, mm. my favorite shit on there was, if, it, if it's work in the house, it belongs to the trapper. And gun on tour buses always belong to the rapper. I was mm-hmm. like, right the fuck on, Benny. That's all I need to hear. It's true. And you're solid as fuck. Yeah, me. we know tales. We know things. <laughs> That's fuck. He's solid as fuck for that. Solid and as no, fuck for and that. no one ever fucking talks about people. He is OG though, bro. He is OG, yeah. man. That's that's, that's people forget they're OGs, bro. Yeah. These new ninjas just stop and pull it, trading his innocence for a box of bullets. Yeah. Everything he says on this track, actually, this might this is my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> this is my just favorite like, track. I, I have to say that my favorite feature yeah. is coming up next for sure, but. Uh, when Tony Metzos was still my favorite, I'll just put it out there. That really? Is, yeah. First one. You talking it's, about the Fat Joe feature? Really, bro? Yeah, Fat Joe. You yeah, talking I like back? Fat Joe. Actually, yeah. I didn't like the feature that much. That feature was hard. I like because it was Fat Joe though. Oh no, not even that, We're bro. Joe can bars. spit, bro. Joe's from Digging in the Crates era. He yeah, was, no, he was. But this was, I mean, his master, his sensei was big verse. pun. He, I feel like he didn't want to. It wasn't a bad crazy. verse. It just sounded like it just. I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you, he lost me when he hit it with the hard R, bro. <laughs> it's like, chill with all that negative energy, because I'll turn a, neg- uh, <laughs> a negative into an enemy. And like, hey, man, I'm, I'm black. I don't got an issue saying nigga. But I ain't out here hard r it, bro. And, and he hit it. I, I yeah, didn't hear it. He hit it hard. He's like, I didn't oh, hear it. I'll turn a negative nigger into an enemy. I'm like, oh, bro, you fucking, that's a... That's a G E R R. On a side note, any rapper that was on Def Jam Vendetta is just different to me. <laughs> just different. <Yo. laughs> if, on a video game, <laughs> if you don't hear, if you don't think Fat Joe and immediately hear like dun, 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 that cube match, just, the cage match yeah. in Def Jam, bro, and he 
fucks you up. He talked. He's talked about that. Dude, he like. He, he only agreed to fast. be in that game if he was really hard to beat. Yeah, he was. He said, "I'm only gonna be in it if I'm hella hard to beat." He was beating your ass, too, bro. <laughs> bro, he was so hard. But then the second time you fight him, you whoop his ass yeah. in the parking garage. You have to though. Yeah, because he disses your girl. Yeah. And you had to pick your girl. I fucking love that game. Yo, that was, and if you lose that fight, your girl gets her ass whooped. Yeah. Swear. Yeah. By a dude? Yeah. No. Oh. By the girl, okay. by the girl fighters. Well, Trina. Is, yeah. Trina. Which is fucking wild. Wait, that game would never your, come out. you have out. to fight being your girl? No. You, oh. She just put her ass whooped. Like, so that game would never come out today. Not at oh, all, so bro. many games wouldn't. Which is Snoop why Dog. we love yeah. video games. I'm a happy yeah, where I, when, I, when I was born. I think I was born at the right time. I wish I was a little bit older, but actually, no, I don't because I... I, I mean, I was able to have we were life the without the internet, mm-hmm. where the bikes, you know, the, where the bikes are, the Game Boys, you had link cables. Just drop like I just, I just bought a new bike. Yeah. With rocks just, on cement. Yeah, dropping rocks on cement, like <laughs> just hooping, you know what I mean? Yo, drawing with <laughs> cement with rocks. Yeah. On cinder block. It was yeah. cinder blocks. The red rocks. Yeah. With the red oh, rocks. The red like red rocks. Rocks. Yeah. Bro, rollerblading. Oh my gosh. That was my shit. Uh, but yeah, sorry I'm on the side note. But yeah, that's why I look at Nostalgia. Fat Joe. Every time I hear Fat Joe verse, I'm just like, Def Jam. It does take me back. Every time I hear Fat Joe verse, I think of my Fofo, the diss against fucking uh, 50 Cent. 50 Cent? Yeah. yeah. No one was going at 50 Well it's weird Because after the game Started going at 50 Everyone's like Yeah I'm gonna go at 52 It's like nah man Joe That's the thing though People don't give Fat Joe credit For the fact that He went at 50 And it didn't and got Cost away him his with career it. Yeah Like Cause 50 didn't come up With a big enough diss And it is To ruin him though, Yeah either. Piggy bank Yeah That's the only diss Yeah It was It's weird too Cause Fat Joe Like hearing this verse From Joe I liked it. Like, you know, no mask. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, are you talking about you don't wear a mask if you don't believe in the virus? Or you really, you know, uh, what I mean? poor timing yeah. on that Wuhan but, line, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E- either way. Poor timing on that Wuhan line, bro. Yeah. Wuhan virus. I know. Yeah. I'm like, ah, bro. Wu Tang Cyrus. Shit, dog. You clearly are not seeing the hashtags right <laughs> now. Hey. Yeah. True. And he, and he True. ended up. Uh, hey, API, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> I know. That's the, but I, I think of him talking kicks. Yeah. Like, I, it's just like, man, you were just talking shoes all the time now. Like, which is dope to me because I love fucking talking about shoes. But it's like, now I hear this verse, I can't type to you. It's weird, right? Like, you just. It sounds like a young man's verse. Yes, it does. And I'm like, bro, you like 50. Like, he do be sounding really young. I'm like, didn't I just all see right, you? Fine. Didn't I just see you, like, on I a hate yacht? That no, verse. I, I, don't, I, I like it. it. I'm, not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to talk you out of liking it. <laughs> We're going to convince you to hate this I verse. never did that. No, I'm just no I I'm never just, did that. I like kidding. it. I'm, I will never odd. be swayed by yeah. such foolish opinions. Yeah, my foolish opinion. Don't let my opinion sway you one way or the other. You know what? I actually forgot about French Montana's verse on it. No one's going to talk about French. He kind of went in. I mean, uh, but it's kind of his lane, right? That's the song that I actually was gonna say could have been taken off. Yeah, but it was I his th- lane. I, th- right? I think they could have took that whole song off, um, because once the Benny verse ends, I'm pretty much checked out. <laughs> like I don't give a fuck about it. like. And don't get me wrong. And, and sometimes I think this comes off as like a disrespect to their uh, like legacy. Like no, I'm not saying fuck old Dipset. But I'm saying, like, bro, I got no interest in hearing 2021 Jim Jones. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> what? You don't like that? I have no fucking interest, bro. I had no interest in hearing 2015 Jim Jones when he was on his vampire life. No, he was killing. He was killing. He killed his verse. You didn't like that? You didn't like the Jim Jones? Yeah. That's no, so I. Am- so you didn't like the features on this album? No. Sounds like it. No, I didn't um, like the features on this album. I liked. I liked all the Benny and the Harry. I did not like the features. Uh, I did not. I've never really been a French Montana fan. He does think though he's got his own core culture, you know, core fucking group and everything. Um, and you know, so the homie in here says that he he's spitting bars. That's the thing. Um, I will never say that French doesn't spit, because um, he's just his own lane. It's like when Wiz Khalifa came out, and French definitely spits harder than Wiz, but Wiz was just like such a lifestyle. You know, so I never like was bumping all the whiz in the world. And same with French. It's just like such a lifestyle style. He's just such a lifestyle rapper where it's like, man, I, just, I was wearing camo shorts. I know you were a camo short snapback, homie. Converse. Yeah, everyone was wearing. Oh, OK. Homie's talking about Jim Jones. Jim Jones, dude. I mean, Bro, overall, overall, you. when someone says Jim Jones, does he spit? Yes or no? My answer is yes. But all the Dipset members have insanely long catalogs. And, like, post-2015, just like that vamp life shit, it just came off, like, kind of gimmicky to me. And and what I mean by that is, like, it felt like everybody was going for, like, a conglomerate back in the day. Like, Mac Miller was like, oh, most dope crew. And then there was Jet Life. And then there was Taylor Gang. And then it was fucking Vampire. (laughs) Fucking Vamp Life. Vamp Life. (laughs) Yeah. I I forgot about that. I don't even remember Vamp Life. It was Jim Jones shit. I don't really remember that. And I actually, I think that was the main thing that turned me away. It was just like, ah, it's just gimmicky, bro. Like, you fucking 45. You didn't see that thing where Dipset did that thing for the Knicks? Mm-mm. I loved it. Was like a dip kiss. when, oh yeah, I did see that, bro. They went Dipset, in though, not not Jim Jones on his own. I love Dipset, like yeah, bro, Jules, bro, Jules Santana, one of my favorite rappers of all time. So hard, like, like so happy so they icy, they stole bro. Oh Boy from from Jay Z. Probably one like, of my favorite rapper to names a- too. I don't know, just that name Jules Santana. <laughs> I don't know, it's just hard. What is that that one word that we used to always joke about? Uh, I, to I, I, to I. Because Khmer, Cambodian, I means shit. Yeah. <laughs> it means poop. Sen, so, tenna. So, I, it, yeah, Jews <laughs> would be like, I, <laughs> it was like, shit. Ooh, shit. That's fucked up. <laughs> Overall, though, man, I don't want to take too long on this project. Uh, most people heard Thanksgiving, and that came out before the album. That was, that was a the single fucking fire the- song, oh, dude. I literally listened to it too many times before the album dropped. So I, you got you hyped for. I the album. stopped listening to it by the time the album came around because I was like, oh, I've I want to heard this too many take fucking this off times. The album when it actually does come out, yeah. Um, I want to give this a rating real quick though, so we can move on to the next one. Honestly, man, for sure. it's a solid four to me. Like it's solid as fuck. Uh. I'm gonna give it the same. Yeah. Four two five actually. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh Key said, Y'all must be twenty one. Nah man. We're uh thirty, twenty eight, and twenty five. We're just West Coast, so Jim Jones doesn't ring to us as, as, I, I, as yo, 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 I know you don't, I know you fuck with Jones. That. I fuck with Jim Jones. I know you'll fuck with Jones. I'm just saying, I haven't fucked with him. I grew up off Dipset. I'm the 25er, you know. I grew grew up off Dipset. Like, literally, Dipset is my dad's favorite group. Uh, My dad's favorite two groups are EPMD and Dipset. I damn sure it doesn't stem from being young, and East Coast music is my favorite music. Just, Jim Jones, just since 2015, just been boring. To me. To me. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. You Uh, can love Jim. Jeff. No, I'm just kidding. 
Um, which leads to actually that's that's funny, a funny Ron Browse that kind the of name. mixed response. Um, I, I think this is actually pretty common. Jim Jones is someone who I think kind of gains a pretty common mixed response. Yeah, I yeah. think on the East Coast, a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, anyone from Dipset, certified legend." And then a lot of West Coast people actually, I feel like, don't really rock with Dipset at all. Not just Jim Jones, just Dipset as a whole. Um, and I think that's also kind of because of the map. Like, there's too many rap artists for everyone to love every rap artist. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because that reminds me of the next project, Code of the Friend. People say the same thing about him. So I don't even think it has to do with anyone being young or old. I think it just has to do with geography uh, geography and then also uh, two hip hop heads know who they are though yeah well well not not just well not just that though uh not just knowing who they are and giving them the credit because i'm absolutely giving credit but it it comes down to just um relatability i think too because someone recently who was it recently uh oh june the homie june june jissel he doesn't like coda like at all and uh June makes great music. He's also, I believe, thirty. Um, but he he just said like it just. Did you say it's boring? It's just boring to him. I feel like, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it here. In a little uh, bit, but that's I that's feel like that a vibe. that's like totally. I feel, that vibe. I feel like that's totally valid. You know what I mean? Especially for someone like Coda, because it's just so calm. Yeah. Well, um, not, I don't know, not on this stuff. But to write off on what you're kind of getting at, I I think it's more so timing, like mm-hmm. it because. I, I that's why I think he brings up age. He's like you always be twenty one and stuff like that. It's like, well, yeah, maybe like if when you stuff you bumped when you were younger and you were starting to grow into your you know yeah. gather your taste, mm-hmm. you're always gonna have nostalgia feeling about certain fucking songs that like I have no nostalgia f- songs I should be you know what I mean like fucking laffy tabby like you know what I mean like I'm in love with the stripper. There's certain songs yeah. there that like for some reason like I don't see anyone. New, yeah, it's gonna like that as much as I liked it, or Nuck if you buck, just random ass shit like that. That like I grew up with. I mean, even even balling, yeah. we we fly high. Yeah, it what? was funny when that song came out because I already liked Jim Jones and Dipset. So yeah. when that song came out, I actually hated it. I was in elementary school, uh, but, so tired but everyone else bowling. loved it because they were, it was their introduction. Was it? Th- it was like yeah, this? it became yeah, yeah bowling. No, no, it was yeah. the fucking. I'll watch. You gotta hold yeah, your shot up, man. But every every high school basketball team played a fucking remix. Yeah, it's it's yeah. But no, I I trust me, I give him his roses. But I can see why other people don't. It's just like same people that tell me Wayne's whack. And I'm just like, oh, you in my head, I'm just like, you must have started listening after the Carter Three. Or the yeah, other. okay. So I in think that's head, the best way timing. that I could really compare is like, is like that's such a that's such a great comparison, bro. It's like, dude. That's why I, I get post, you that's how he feels. Post Carter Three, you could easily, if like you never heard a project past or before that, you could. I wouldn't be mad if you were like, "Yeah, I think Wayne's lame." I'd be like, I'd "But be, I, I, got I would some have shit to, to show you, you, though." I would have to ask you. I'd be like, "When did you start listening to him?" Yeah. And if you were like, "Oh, let it rock," I'd be like, like "Oh yeah,", yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh yeah, let it rock." Yes, <laughs> I'd be like, "Yes." Timeline speaking. Right now, it is lame. <laughs> and, if, and if he really rocks with Jim Jones, like I rock with Wayne, like to me, if you told me that, I'd be like, you, I feel bad for you because you missed out on the mixtape god and this run. I mean, for me, that's like Lupe. Yeah. For me, that's like Lupe. 
That's like, and a lot of people say that now because his last three albums have been so weird. They're weird. So if you're like, bro, Lupe's a goat, and they're like, oh, no, no, man, he's fucking weird. He don't really be rapping. I'm like, what? He says Little Worlds has Little Worlds and so on to Viscosity. <laughs> Like, bro, <laughs> what? No, Pans in the needles. They That's all you gotta listen to. to. Any, yeah, they probably haven't listened to any fucking good one. He said, he says, the waves are not sounds, but circles. You wear these on your virtuals. See through these eyes just like these circles. What the new bars? Is that Lupe's new bars? Well, it's just like even like people like I fuck with Sir Michael Rocks, and a lot of people have not listened to Sir Michael Rocks solo. They've only listened to Cool Kids. Mm-hmm. I fuck well, with some him and Rocky Fresh. That Rocky Fresh, or no, he didn't do that. He, he like I fuck with, and, and don't mind. Like I like Chuck too, but oh yeah, of course. Uh, what does he Rocky say? Was. He says uh, these ergles. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense how how people stop listening to um, Lupe. It's it. like over the head now. He says the rings are not sounds. But circles, we wear these on your virtues. See through these circles just like Steve Urkel. Tell us all universal. And it's harmonizing like proportion to the largest size. It's dynamic in the highest standards. So each degree and a part to pry. <laughs> See, big worlds have little worlds that feed on their velocity. And little worlds have lesser worlds and so on to viscosity. Okay. This guy but is on some DMT. That's that shit. That's that He's shit. He's on some DMT. Where, like, no. Yeah, but like, my, like... And that's exactly what I mean. It's like if that's your first introduction to it versus like, mine when versus I heard like pens and needles or touch the sky was mine when I heard him on yeah it's like guess who's on third Lupe Steel like Lupin the third it's yeah like, that first that, moment means everything I was like who's this guy I think my first song was Kick Push honestly yeah touch typical. I mean typical bro like when damn really damn that's so crazy I was young, I, so they, that that. Few years gap really changes. It yeah, proves push, exactly yeah. your point, bro. Where like introduction changes so drastically. Dude, via my the first years. Kid Cudi song was Day and Night, but then I went back on his catalog after. That's crazy. Fuck. Day and Night was out though before it got really big. Be- yeah, it, dude. I mean, it's, not, it's not so like it's ago. not like yeah. Lupe wasn't spitting though. He uh, was spitting. So maybe he's not the best comparison to compare to someone like Jim Jones, but bro, like primetime Lupe. Versus when someone else might have been introduced to him would be like uh, pens and the needles. It'd yeah. be like my mind state rewinds, wakes, and fast forwards, bullets making a beeline for my face. Then stop like Neo, laugh at me, throw some cash at me, and then fly past me. But one ricochets off the wall to come back and ask me, am I scared of him or the nigga that blasts me? Or maybe just the hammer that goes by, be, uh, goes into a hole by an innocent bystander. My eyes, the camera, my ears, a microphone, my mind is Pro Tools, my head is a stool. What's recorded in my dome gets reported when I zone. My mouth is a speaker, I'm anchoring the misery. There's no friends, the enemy of my enemy is my enemy. Beakers and test tubes full of memories in my laboratory i create stories those often wake up surrounded by 40s with glocks tucks in their labels and their caps and baseball hats playing poker at the table cigarettes massage their shoulders and belly tops showing off their navels bro like lupe was at one point just untouchable yeah you're touching that like you're not i don't want to hear i don't even want to hear the kendrick debate like people aren't touching that (laughs) people aren't touching that prime form lupe bro like he's literally just explaining 
material items as if they're living pieces, though, to represent the materialistic issues of America. Jesus' piece is walking around with niggas hanging on their necks. Monopoly is playing chess. I just picked up an obituary of a bulletproof vest, but the headphone on my mouth speaking to my ears. Yeah, microphone, check, 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 check. Check a pair of Air Forces, told the rims they've been extinct for years, been ethnic cleansed by jerseys, trying to take over the set. And television is on death row for killing BET and MTV over a dice game and paralyzing CNN by knifing them in the neck. Like, literally just talking about materialistic items and the construct of the American system and the entertainment industry, but as if they are the humans. There's literally a forum. Like, to this entire song. Yeah. Like, there's (laughs) a forum just for this one song. Being dissected to this day. Yeah. Because people can't even agree on what it means. Yeah. Like, being a Lupe Stan is fucking wild. But I I feel bad because, like, I fuck with Lupe. But I, to be honest, I haven't listened to some of his new shit. Because it's too deep, bro. Yeah. So on to viscosity. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But, oh, okay, let's get into this coda. But, Yo, but what, what do you guys think about the... I, I'm giving that Benny album a four, man. I think it's solid as fuck. On what, on his part and on I gave Harry's. it four two five. I gave it four. Yeah. I almost yeah. give it three and a half because this is something I was gonna say. Is like here's the timing. Is like man, like I we've, li- we've listened to a lot of Griselda mm-hmm. over the last few months, mm-hmm. and I feel like I need some time to marinate some of this shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think like it's with easy to the way I'm consuming stuff. this is I'm, it's starting to bleed over into the other projects. I get that. But can you really even be mad? Because I hear you out on what you're saying about like, man, maybe it's, or maybe how I'm trying to hear it. Maybe it's like a, oh, this isn't exciting right now because it's just happening over and over. It's like if you ride a roller coaster ten times in a row, sort that tenth ride is like, sort of. there, but that tenth ride is going to be like, uh, this is kind of not like boring, but it's like when you become that level of consistent, is it bad? I, I no, no, it's not. I and I acknowledge it's not the same roller coaster ten times. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But there's definitely the same person sitting next. It's a to similar me. roller coaster. I don't think it's there's somebody bad. sitting the same person. It's the sitting same in. rapper next but to you. Yeah, same rapper next to you. Listening to back to back to back, I think it's harder to appreciate it more. I think yeah. that's what he's kind of, kind of saying. No, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. I think, but that's why I my scoring is like like oh yeah, do I no, do I give us a four? Do I give us a three and a half? Like because it wasn't as impressive as I mean I know Burden Proof is more for everyone. He even mm-hmm. said that he was like, "This is for everyone." Yeah, I, I brought it back to the streets with the Plug Man Two, which was two, fucking yeah. dope. And don't get me wrong, but I was just, I, I would give it a four. Yeah, I, I feel that. It I might think go up or down depending on sorry, depending on um, time, how how it ages. That and I actually haven't fully did my full listen to Plugs I Met One. Oh, uh, so that might actually, change it. I think it's a really good sequel. Yeah, I think it's a really good sequel. I do think Plugs I Met One is better. better. I mean, yeah, there's a Black see? Thought verse on there. Exactly. There's a Black yeah. Thought verse on Plugs I Met One. So, yeah, yeah. like, it's like, how? <laughs> is the song hard, too? Oh, dude, yeah. The Plugs I Met One is definitely a better piece. pure classic. Uh, let's move on to the fucking Coda Project, though, man. Another Coda man, New York bangers this week, bro. Man. So June didn't like Wolves? No, I did. That's my favorite no, song. I mean, June. Did June listen to Wolves? I don't think June likes Coda in general, so I don't think I don't think he's gonna catch the whole project. Yeah, be the introduction though. This is literally like like this is what I really. Well, see, that's what's the hard thing about Coda doing this so late into his career is like you hear he's albums in at this point. If you hear okay, 
for instance, I've compared him to Common, not sonically, but energy-wise. If you fucking know that you hate four Common albums, are you going to give the fifth one a try? If you hear the light. But even though you wouldn't, though. I think, well, I, think I would. But not anymore, though, because now you hear what you want to hear. It so, depends. for instance, like, I... Yeah. I guess you're right. I, I, it's haven't not spun, on this. I haven't spun any of that, Drake, because I don't listen to the radio. If, so, if those four made him more Oh, you haven't popular. listened to that on your own? You haven't, you haven't stepped over and like, okay, so what's this talk about? It's just like, what are the, what are the little kids talking about? No, I listened to it at work, is all, because a coworker brought it up. So I played it one time through, and I was like, this is terrible. You don't like any of I it? I hated the, all three tracks. Wait, what? <sighs> what? The Drake? Oh, Scary Hours? Yeah, oh, I, oh, I thought all three sounded like Throwaway. Well, that's what they are. They're not. But that's what I'm saying. I don't want that. And that's the difference between him and other artists. I'm like, bro, I'm not waiting a year to get your throwaways. Like, yeah, I don't know why everyone's tripping over. I had lemon pepper wings last night. Away, away, thinking the pain, the pain away. Like, it's just such a fucking, away, away, okay, okay. okay. Like, it. it's just such a simple I mean, Drake yeah, flow. Yeah, yeah, it's I just guess. too much. I hear you saying. Yeah. Um, but, well, yeah, I guess you're saying with, with, like, in regards. But I really feel like this... I guess it waited, but I feel like Code is such an easy listen. I for me personally, I mean, even with lyrics to go, I'm like, shit, this is so quick and so good, and like, I I, I felt like lyrics to go really brought me in and been like, okay, he's he's going up, yeah. Mm-hmm. But and especially his features lately too. So you and I had talked about this off air. It's like, how are you bringing off air stuff? What is what Uh-oh. is life no. like a where is that balance of w- releasing enough music to become like someone's favorite artist or to break into that realm of like, I don't want to use the word legendary, but like n- being too hard to ignore. And what I mean by it is like, you were like, Oh, like you said like, well, if he dropped like the light and it's like, Drake is at that level. Who's too hard to ignore. Even if you don't want to hear the new Drake song, you're hearing it at least once. Yeah, um, Benny the Benny the Butcher, Griselda, they're all starting to reach that level. Freddie just reached it. Yeah, like where like you can't be talking about hip hop without talking about them. Also, and I think Coda is kind of getting to that ground too, um, because he's really making big hip hop heads like you have those moments where like, man, this guy's going up. Like, and he's got the catalog to back it. It's all consistent. Um, but I think. When you're that type of artist, it makes it that much more solidified when someone's like, I don't like them. Because that's, that's, because when you are so consistent, it makes it their answer also consistent. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? If someone's like, I hate Coda's sound, and then they go and 40 of the next four, uh, 40 of the songs they find by him all sound similar, and yeah. 10 of them don't. I mean, it's going to be pretty rare that he even comes across the percentage that does. The 10 songs yeah. that don't, yeah. You know, so I think with that case of, like, not liking Coda, there's that. But then moving into, like, the positive end of what we, we were talking about, like, off off air is, like, man, I wanted to ask, I did want to ask that today is, like, at what point do you become solid enough to be someone's respectable favorite? And what I mean by respectable is, like, someone who your homies don't think is stupid for you to fuck with, even if they don't fuck with. And that's something cool, I think, with Coda is that when we did talk to the homie June, yeah, he wasn't, he like couldn't, it wasn't like he couldn't see it. Yeah. He just was like, I don't like it. But he wasn't like, y'all are fucking stupid for liking this. <laughs> and I think that's, when an artist reaches that point though, where like they can be vouched for and fought for, then they've really made it. And so I wanted to talk about like 
how do you even is it a project number or is it just respect or is it quality versus quantity and i want to say that it's a i want to say before i get your guys's opinions on it i think it's a combination because people like benny and kodal uses the main examples they have got enough projects that if they I mean, Lord forbid, if it was 1999 and they passed away today, it would be considered like a legendary length of work, yeah. like enough. Artists were doing two albums back then and getting away with being legendary. Um, so what makes that for you guys, you think? Like, you know, if a homie hit calls you and it's like, hey, this is my this is my favorite artist right now. And what does it take for you to not be like, oh, that's a dumb fucking answer? Like. I got some homies with some dumb answers and I'll give you a dumb answer. And you know, maybe the 19 year olds and 21 year olds will roast me, but it's like the kids when they're like, Oh, XXX is my favorite rap artist of all time. I'm like, damn, is that the only rap artist you ever heard? And I don't mean it in a fucked up way because uh, you no know, rest in peace to him. But I mean like, that's not a long enough catalog in my eyes. It's not even a long enough catalog. It's just Nor like, is it consistent enough. Yeah. I think also that's like a v- Gosh, man, I, I I'm gonna take I I, I won't speak on that one. Yeah, I, not I, that one, but I mean, I can't speak on like that. I think it's open. Enough, I think it's open enough to speak on, and I think that it's something that hip hop needs to be more realistic about about talking about when things like that happen. Because I'll I'll say one was on this before I'll, when he was still alive. Kid, did you hear that or after both. he died? No, I'm saying I'm, this is all my own opinion. No, no, I'm talking about that kid that said X was his favorite rapper. Oh, was he still alive then? Right, it was literally a kid with a fucking tattoo of his face. But was X? It was after. Oh, okay. So this is what I and don't I know. and I get that death death does change it. Yes, it does. But it shouldn't. And what I mean by that, you're just there for the music. You're not there exactly. And what and and I'll give you the opposite. Who's someone who does deserve the legendary status? Juice World. That kid put out so much fucking music before he died. Yeah. Like so, his catalog. Okay. The reason I don't, I don't know that's hard when it's someone who passes away. For me, I don't think it's a quality versus quantity thing. It's almost always. It's almost just natural for me and like just more so quality if I were to say quantity because I've Kid Cudi dropped Man on the Moon 1 and I could and he had a bunch of mixtapes kind of before then but I could almost easily say at that point in time after that shit dropped he was my favorite and artist but see point. that's what's even that's what's crazy too but he did have a because kind of like, catalog already like he had I this, this is this is definitely I, I you can go ahead and pitchfork me a little bit for this I don't think that X's catalog was great enough, not quantity-wise, but quality-wise. And I'm not saying he didn't make good music at all, mm-hmm. um, but it gets into this uh, this gray area of it's like, man, do we do we choose favorites because of cultural because they become like culturally popular? And I and like I don't want to say that that's the only reason, but for instance, like. X's real pull was like his magnetism, like his memeness, his random interviews, sound bites, the way all the legal, like all the everything. all the legal issues he was getting into. Was, everything was just different. Yeah, his looks. He just literally had that perfect combination of like modern stardom. But what I've found is that a lot of his like fan base aren't typical hip hop heads, so I think they're really kind of hard to to gauge in this conversation. But I, I'm just gonna be brutally honest to say that, like, I think that's a perfect example of like an issue in rap is like P 
people pass, and then there are people's favorite Someone's rapper. Bug and Sir for, about their favorite rapper. Forever. No, it's no, the same. Kidding, it's the same shit. And, no, no, no. And I'll give another more modern one, and it's fine. I'll be the fucking the one that people can hate you know, me in this I'm episode. Saying. Another modern one is Pop Smoke. It, I'm so sorry, but like, no. And it doesn't matter. And I'm saying that I enjoy his music a lot. Pop Smoke doesn't have a legendary catalog. And you're fucking, you're smoking crack if you're giving the excuse that he does just because he passed. And I'm not disrespecting the fact that he passed. I I fucking hate that we lost Pop Smoke. And I think he could have become someone who became a legend. Yeah. Um, It's all situational. It's all all situational. Absolutely. Um, Because some people would say he is a legend because of how... Like the waves he made, yeah, in such exactly. Little, the ripples he made in such a little time. It, it's like saying you have know, a favorite so rapper, or if they're, you're saying that they're their best rapper. It's like it's completely situational. If someone told me XXX, and this is a personal note, is just I didn't listen to a lot of his catalog because of how shitty of a person I like read through these things and Perceived like was, and yeah. and I was just like, okay, these are real ass things. Like, and, and at first music. I'm like, it's just like rumors, you know what I mean? It's like no. This shit really went down. He did some terrible fucking things, and so I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm not. I don't need to dig into support this your music. Yeah, anything. I don't yeah. need to dig into this catalog. Yeah. When I heard he passed, I'm like, that fucking sucks. It yeah, he never got the chance. I definitely wanted him to grow. Yeah, never got the chance to turn that page. It sounded like he was, but if so, if somebody went up to me and was like, X is my favorite rapper,' I'd be like, I, I, I personally would be like, why? Like, well, what, what, what about it? Can you show me? Can you kind of put me in your shoes? And I think I'd respect it, but. I know what you mean. It's hard because when some people tell me like, "Oh, Kid Ink's my favorite rapper," I'm like, okay. "And that guy's got like 20 albums." Yeah, I'd be like, "So much music," and I'd be like, "All right, bye." You know what I mean? <laughs> I think. You know, like I mean, I'm not trying to have that conversation, but like when it does come to something like that, and if somebody I could see is very passionate about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah," and they they claim to be this, you know, into hip hop, and they tell I me, "I mean, that. I see." Okay, so I don't that's I, to say everything. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, if anybody listened to this, they didn't just automatically cancel this and fucking throw us away to the black hole forever because they're like, I fucking love X and they fucking hate me now. But I guess the best way I could put it is there's got to be this threshold moment where, as an artist, you pass the line where people question it anymore. There's no gatekeepers. And and like, what I mean by that is like, even if it's okay, even if a kid could fully articulate and justify. How they thought X was the best rapper to exist. Um, I at least would want an answer. And and, and and what I think I meant when I talked to you before the show was like, man, how do you get so solidified in the game that you don't need to, to answer it? You know, like you, if you're like, yo, who's your favorite rapper? And you're like, Nas. You're not like, why? <laughs> like, uh... There's no reason for you to exactly. think of that and Tyler that meme. And yeah. That's what I mean. It's like the... It's all situational. Yeah, and, and that's... But that's... The X thing, and that's the the situational part. And so it's like, to... it's like, I'm sorry, I would have to ask you why. If you said I X, I would have to ask you why. If it was kidding, yeah. And that's why I know it was. That was my bad, guys. I know it was probably you know touchy to choose an artist who had passed, but it was just someone who it was. really was no, on my mind. No, no, because it's, it's really on your mind, and so you got it. This is what you're here for, it. Yeah, kind of. I think everyone out. reaches like a natural validation in you know everyone's own head. So you know, I thought Kid Cudi was that man at that point in time yeah. when he released whatever yeah. that made me think that way i think it's just the amount of people mm. the amount of people yeah. didn't think that way hey, that's about such a good, X. bro that's such a good point that like, you so said what you more just said people, so many more people think nas is the goat because of what he you know all no, the, but the what you said though is so though. right though because like 
this new Billie Eilish generation and the fucking these new kids. It's who you're talking it to. It was, I think, and then, you know, with the whole awkward finger TikTok generation and the dance generation, those kids really connected to X for some reason. And I guess I'm not really, I didn't put two and two together. It's almost like he was ahead of the curve with that TikTok shit because he was viral years ago. Yeah, I, I, I think it's all who you're talking to. I mean, like when you're talking to your favorite rapper, am I gonna talk to my favorite about my favorite rapper to like my forty year old coworker who's a stay at home mom and just like doesn't listen to hip hop at all? Maybe I would if she was really interested. But like, what's the point if they're not really gonna listen? I bought yeah. my old coworker uh, the last Nerd album a few years ago. See, that's what because, I'm because he loved Lemon. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's all situational in that sense. But like, yeah, if you come up to me. And you claim, like, you know what I mean? And I respect your musical taste. And you say some out, to me, something outlandish, you're going to have to explain. So, and I think it's a hard place to reach where everyone's universally accepting in the hip-hop world. Because there's no gatekeepers in hip-hop. And that's a great and bad thing because it allows, because, you know, if there were gatekeepers, they're just going to be like, oh, y'all old heads. Yeah, well, it's the most un- it's the most unofficial sport to ever exist. Exactly. And so, really, just... If you do it for the love, man, and you love it, then then so be it, man. That's so true, man. So be it. It's like the whole league is and one, not NBA. <laughs> not NBA. <laughs> you too can be hot sauce. Yeah, you can do. Yeah. Hey, you can be someone's professor. You can be someone's to, legend. Yo, but you could also be skipped to Malu and play for the fucking league hey, too. Shout out Tyron. <laughs> Tyron. Tyron. Yo, um, we gotta we gotta get into this. Yeah. Because we're running out of time. The the fucking. Coda album, man. I was gonna say, let, let we'll, we'll talk about more of that off air because we clearly got a lot to talk about on it. I think Coda has reached that that level for me. Where if someone was like, "Yo, man, I've been listening to Coda the past three years, man. Like he's just my favorite rapper." I think he's totally reached that level, and especially because on this project, he's just proved like he can keep staying positive. And in in tune with his morals, and he can still stay like this great dude while spitting. I think this is probably my favorite Coda album. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This this is actually so is one of my. This is my favorite one. He goes all so hard at this, yeah, and like not that. and not in like a lyrical way either, which I don't see him that way anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean. Like to jump in, like, are, are we done talking about wolves? Because that was like probably, no, go ahead. That was probably go like in, my wolf. favorite my, song. Yeah, that was my favorite um, song too. But I mean, even moving on to like the next couple songs, like the hate and the cold, we can talk about that and too. Like, I just got this vibe from him because I was actually walking through, um, a lot of the times through the airports and stuff, listening to him, yeah, yeah. Dakota, and it was just like it was so dope. I was just like looking, like looking at all the. All the shit in the. I stopped at Denver and I stopped in uh, Dallas. Yeah, the timing of the music around. too. It's just like the experience. Yeah, you got like the like perfect so time to really yeah. absorb because you're just chilling. I was just walking I around. Love, like I had a four hour layover. Yeah. I, I really love like, that intro track, bro. Like, First like, quarter, we attacked the basket. I was like, right bro, off the rip, okay. bro. And, so, like, and the name is yeah. so cool. The album name is so dope too. To kill a sunrise. Like what a dope name, a dude! Play on Tequila Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Yep, fire! And they're at that oh, bar. They're at a little bar on the on there. Dude. Yep. Tequila and then sunrise. fucking uh, bro, 
it's rare that a chorus is my favorite part of the song. The but like, bro, the way he, when he comes in is that I can't lose. Yeah. Bada bada wolves, parted from the pack, howling at the moon, youngin' on my back, mountains in my view, coming for that food, bro. Like, I fucking love that shit, dude. dude. Right. Like, you felt that. And right when it, I heard yeah, that, it was the hardest it. song I've listened to called Wolves. Like, yeah. and Sean just dropped his song called Wolves, but I'm like, damn, bro, this. Kind I was of, gonna say, I, I felt like a lot of Kanye Wolf called Wolves. Yeah, it, it's, this one's it's epic, epic though. Yeah, this one's my favorite song called Wolves, yeah. and that's epic. Fucking, and then we move straight into uh, uh, Hate, bro. The production is so funky. That's my favorite. Song. Like, uh, that's my favorite song. So rap banks. I don't know. I don't. I can't confirm this, but I can confirm it for the last two to three projects for Static. He's been working with these guys called the Vintage Vandals. Yeah. Um, they make samples from scratch, and what I mean is like they're a group in a lab similar to like the Soul Surplus team. And what I mean by lab is like they're in the studio with tons of old analog gear, um, studying all the old genres and like the '60s, '70s. And all these records that make these boom bap and dope samples, but they're making the tracks and compositions all the way from scratch. Like, so full on songs, anywhere from a minute to three minutes, four minutes, sounding like they're from vinyl, curated directly for Static. And he did that for the CJ Fly album, all of it. All the samples were from them. And then he did that for the album before that. And I'm pretty sure he did that for his last uh, album that he dropped a couple months ago um, and Static talked about it he's like bro it saves so much money but it brings so much potential to the table because it all sounds sampled like this beat but he's talked about it he's like bro the last the last uh, time that I went with the Vintage Vandals it probably saved he said somewhere between like I think it saved him like 20k or some shit like that in like sample clearance yeah so Hearing what he does on these tracks is so fucking dope because it's like, man, like he really isn't Especially losing. On hate. Yeah, he's not it's losing production. He's not losing any of that sampled feel. Like no. it still feels like, yo, you went crate digging for this. Um, I love on the hate though, like well, especially he, how he spit too on this. Mm-hmm. He like flips all that bad energy on his head and makes it. Uh, it just feels like a block party, bro. Yeah. Honestly, like almost like he's saying, like, yo, you can stay at this party if you want to join the good vibes, but if not. Fuck off. Get the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. What did he say? Uh, rap Banksy, I don't care how you pay me. It took a lot of nigga energy to create me. Still, I flip it to a positive quick. They be calling me the snare, yeah. how I'm following kicks. I'm on an island, the sun is shining. My shorty firing a bonnet. We kind of toxic. I tell a future for the profit. I'm in my pocket. A lot of people finna knock it. I be like, stop it. <laughs> He's a fool, dude. Hey, hey. I be on my shit all day. Fucking. Yeah, <laughs> real. Um, transitioning in though, man, the whole project is so smooth. Like we go into the cold, it's just like super good boom bap, bro. Like this, the cold, I don't know this. When I was walking through the airport listening to this, I just felt like it was, I was listening to Lupe, like old Lupe. Mm-hmm. Hella felt like it. I don't know why. I like that. Like, you know, as a rapper, like he can't always be all sunshine, but, uh, like he kind of speaks on, moments. Yeah. He kind of speaks on like turning a cold shoulder uh, to the game, you know, to survive and stay in that peak form. You know, he said, uh, "Fire, uh, fires in the coal, flying to the goal, separate the diamonds from the coal." Um, you know, it's like find those gems and find the people who are worth it, worth taking time to like not just cold shoulder yep. because like sometimes you don't got time for everybody. Yeah, it's a good way it's true. Around. There's no way in the world you have time for everyone. Yeah, to give that love and warmth to everyone too. Yeah. 
then ironically going straight into the love. Uh bro, the scratches, man. I love I love that static just has so much scratches to it. Shit. It really gives that like uh not quite, but like DJ Premier feel. Oh, yeah. Like cause Premier just scratch heavy on everything, dude. Um but I love the nineties vibe like the whole way through. Like gives me a huge like one oh six park vibe. But it reminds me of like, you know, of some common shit, like a New York common. Uh, I hear it more and more like the the project proves that, you know, he's not not so much of like a right now rapper. Like people like to think like, oh, he's just a fad or whatever. But I think I think Koto would have been good in the 90s, too. Yeah, yeah no, he you can like, I, that I think that's what this project is. Tribe, tribe feel. I mean, yeah, tribe feel, ooh, yep. tribe feel. Yeah. yeah, that's so true, bro. Uh, he would have been so dope uh, with Q-Tip. Go with, now, the chorus on go now. Yeah, I really like that. That's funny. That's crazy that you said Dela or not not, our tribe because on that go on go now I wrote that in my notes. It's like man, it doesn't sound like them, but it gives that era. Like I feel like I'm listening to a mixtape, and some of the fellow artists might be you know fucking roots, dilated people, Dela and tribe, and then like this song. Yeah, like it's so so finely curated. I I would have loved to have heard any of them on the um. The feature on it was really cool, but it reminded me of Masego. Like, and not like it sounded like him, but it reminded me en- enough of his cadence that I was like, man, I kind of low-key wish Masego was on was this. on this, actually? Yeah. yeah. That'd be hard. Um, and I was surprised. There was, like, no features. So. Yeah. I like that. It's close. I like no that. It's just, you can see and you can really feel the whole craft that these two artists put together in making this album, just curating it just themselves. I've- the weirdest uh, combination I've wanted in a while was I wanted a Smino and Code of Song. Mm, that would be so sick. God, that'd be so crazy. Or like Saba, even. Yeah. Ooh. Because well, he had Buddy on this, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. You did get Buddy. Wait, mm-hmm. no. No, that's on it. No, that's, no, that's, on, that's on, on the Guap Dad. But he was barely Too on, much man. music. Yeah. See, bro. Oh, we might right. say but that album for next week. Yeah, we can talk about that next week then, too. We'll just, we'll just mention it. Um... I love what you're saying though, because you're just talking about features, bro. It has such a dope cipher fucking track. Uh, that was the one that I really wanted to hear, like Joey Badass and like CJ Fly on, like some dope New York features, because like with the scratch and it's like so what you say, like it's just it's he perfect. played with the sample smoothly too. Yeah, it's so perfect. It would have been so perfect for a feature though, because like Transition. you know the chorus is just like so what you saying. It's just so easy to transfer to another rapper, like oh yeah, what you saying? Yeah, like, can I kick it? Exactly, bro. Exactly, it would have been like a can I kick it? Yeah. Ah, oh, bro. Modern day, can I kick you? And those, those were kind of the moments where I felt like they. I don't think there's any bad work on there. I think that there were moments that could have been leveled up. This yeah. is their first album together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is like almost feels like a. I don't want to say perfect, but almost like it's almost dude. it's almost there. It's almost perfect. It's almost there. Bro. Their, and their feel, like their style, is like almost yeah. And no, and people are wondering, like they people are wondering. Both New York cats too, right? Or what's what? crazy is like everyone kept saying no, Coda's Chicago, right? Everyone kept saying that Coda is gonna like. They're like, I don't know how Coda's gonna sound on all these. You know what I mean? Like and he's fine, and he fucking kills it, killed it. But so, but Alchemist really laced him up too. Though. I was gonna say he did the last project with Alchemist, right? Fucking um, moving forward. Because <laughs> we were oh, just talking about Lex. Yeah, static. Yeah, 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 static. Yeah. You're good. Uh, live and direct, bro. I, I think this is like the high, one of the highest compliments I can even paid 
to an, a rapper and producer duo but like by this point uh this is track seven live and direct at this point you're like i was on. just feeling like a blue and exile vibe which is like top three album to me you guys already know that um just like no bad tracks the jazzy keys are just like super dreamlike over the verses like perfect loops the album was just like it's just like effortless it reminds me of below the heavens uh just like life lessons and banging beats like just comes off too smooth and easy for them bro. yeah and, and so what's really cool about that yeah. about feeling like what about the below the heavens comparison is that he actually used to do video work for blue yeah a long time ago so I'm years sure ago. that he probably was like soaked that game real quick like yeah um and to make something like years later like this and like have so much time like coda is such a multi-talented artist that people don't even realize it like people don't know that he's a videographer and a photographer Oh, and that he does, and he does all of his own music videos. Like, he's a beast, low key. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the friend. When I was he's listening to this, I actually he's thought Coda the friend that Dayglow would be your favorite song, Jeff. I don't know why. Uh, it's all right. I mean, Wolves is definitely my favorite. Yeah, uh, I I know that now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It just it's got the most Coda style. It's like the most Coda style song. Because I was looking for not. I know <laughs> that's, that's what I thought about real I thought about later I was like ah oh, but I feel like people didn't actually weren't looking for this sound from you have to have it there, um, right? I think Daigle was like one of my favorite chords I'm not saying it's a bad thing no no it's not a bad song at all it doesn't sound like a static selector beat though yeah. out of all the beats like it sounds like oh this is kind of normal for him it's got like some beach vibes the live drums do go crazy though uh I just love it. I love though that he's just positive through and through like he's I've never really listened to an artist that's just so on brand like 24 7 he's like i got a lot to lose i got a lot to lose but i don't got a lot to prove misery and debt is a decision and you gotta choose i'm simply washing my dishes and taking in the view i got this woman and she's something to see she make me feel like i'm the guy i always wanted to be i put my ego on herself so she can love me for free it's fucking like like it's it's weird because it doesn't sound like it's he's trying hard either i don't think he is i think he's just that's just how he's living uh, like I didn't need it on the album, but like I'm not mad that it's on oh, the exactly. album. Exactly. Uh, but and then we we get what the last sunrise two sunrise and sunset, man. That fucking trumpet on sunrise. Oh my god. Oh my. god. I knew you would love these songs because you love. I know you love cohesion yeah. between tracks. Like I know that's why you love that Giveon yeah. project. Uh, I really do like how they how they ended this. Like the tracks, they're just clearly sibling tracks. The vocal chops and and you said the horns, man. Like just like. You feel like you won something. You feel like victorious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, damn, man, I'm we fucking, I'm fucking out here. I'm on Clinton Hill. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive, like, baby. Yeah. Uh, Your Rocky moment. This <laughs> style of writing is what I wanted to hear from him. Like for sure, he says peace and peace, knowledge and dividends. Love is still trumping Benjamins. I'm enjoying my time on this planet. Fucking, I'm visiting. Yeah. If I'm gonna be a star in the light, uh, if I'm gonna be a star, the light I'm serving is Michelin. I'm all over New York. Like my metro card is unlimited. Like. I literally am in his album cover art when I listen to this shit. Yes. Yeah. That's like the perfect way to You're put literally it listening like to the bartender on, and the. Yeah, I'm at the sitting bar. in a bar on a fucking nice ass beach on. And it's uh, the sun is setting and I need to finish yeah. that drink. Maybe get another one before yeah, I. Yeah, like it. But the thing is, it's like. It's also like you're sitting next to him. It's not like you're at a table over here in this conversation. It's like you are hanging out Literally with Coda. right next to him, yeah. And he, the bartender is like serving him up shots. And this yeah, and he's like, oh, you haven't you met Coda yet? Yeah. You're like your third drink in. Let yeah. me tell you and about you my met, day. Have you haven't met Coda yet? Yeah. He's like, I'm here every night. <laughs> I love, I just love that, that that 
uh, ties perfectly into the last track though, the sunset. It's just like a ama- super amazing outro, bro. Like, just sounds like Brooklyn. Like, it really put me on a stoop. Is that what he said? It just sounds like Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, it made me feel like I made it myself. Like I fucking high fiving them at the end of it. Like, good it's job, like, man. Dude, good job, static. Go. Good job. Hey, man. Good job, man. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the highest compliment. Like, how could you not? Like, if you can transport someone sonically, the album is borderline perfect. Yeah. Good Kid Mad City is exact prime example of that. Like, yeah. you felt like you were just living in Compton for a weekend when you listened to that album. Literally. Yep. Like, just hop in the van, foam from the Get mouth. Get your mixtapes. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, this album. Get your freestyles ready. It was a um, producer and, and rapper, you know, collab I joint. hope like, this, this is a common theme throughout the year. Oh, I think Sorry it's coming back. I, I think it's coming no, back. No, no, no. This is like almost perfect for me too, honestly. I think it's the future. Uh, ironically, it's the past, yeah. but it's the future. I was going to argue when you said Coda is like reaching that point of validation where a lot of people almost include his name when you just speak hip hop. But like, bro, after the, after listening to this, I can see why you say that and why people would say that. Yeah. I'm not like... I'm, well, he's someone in the same sense with like Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi, you... Could say he was your favorite rapper one album in because his views were so different. Now, Coda isn't the first person on the planet to be like, hey, man, peace, love, and positivity. But he's the first rapper to do it this consistently this long. And good, actually good. And good. And actually good. And good, yeah. Because when you talk that, like... Talking chance, I mean, huh? You guys talking so, chance. Saying, <laughs> exactly. Saying cuss words and talking, <laughs> talking that shit, like, is exciting to people. Yo, I think what you just said is so perfect. Not just the cuss words, the slang. It's so real. Yes. And that's the thing is like, no one, when Chance like started doing cleaner songs and like more Christian style songs, people were like, man, I was just doing acid with you six months ago. Yeah. So like, Sigs just, no, but, exactly. her, but, but it was understandable because he was with Yay. You're like, oh, okay. All right. I get it, man. You got a new homie. You yeah. I mean? And that's, that's true too. But a perfect example is like on the opposite end, like Coda has been preaching this. I remember the first time I heard, Coda was 2017, and it was like, I'm going to just go to it right now. It was just as quality and just and just on brand. Uh, let me see. Go to some. Hey, up. I hope it ain't no more Christian Kanye bars coming after this divorce. You feel me? He's about to hey, man, I just got him a Grammy, though, so Yo, maybe. That edited photo of him without a beard, like, just looking mad. I haven't seen it. You haven't bro. seen it? It's like, tell me this is not a man that's about to drop the best album he's ever made in his life. You're a fool. I hope it, he does, it's an bro. edited photo. At first, I was like, "It can't be real," but it's just like chubby Kanye. But they edited out his beard. So, for example, though, I've uh, seen that filter though on people like videos of it. Black Sheep there. from Coda came out three years ago. Damn, at this point, three? yeah, and you know I love that song. That's yeah, three years ago, bro. He said uh, the way that how he used to rap is still exactly the same way now. And that, like we we're saying about Kid Cudi and artists who really change your view. I could see so many people rocking with Coda the past three years and like changing their lives. Literally yeah. being like, I'm just more positive, man. I've just been listening to Hella Coda. In yeah. the same way where like Kid Cudi came around the scene and then people were like, wait, I can listen to rap and be sad? Yeah. Like people were like, that's real? Um, it's real life. But you know, Coda, three, this is three years ago. It sounds like something he would rap now. He said, Mama loved me, but she never got it till I told my story and made a profit. They call your son a prophet. The window's open. Your son is shining. Hunger pains and empty pockets humble. Beginnings that keep me, uh, that 
make and keep me modest. I choose my girl every minute. That's despite the options. Damned if I'm asleep on her. Only woman that kept it honest. And she the same as me. Never fit the frame and key. Never fit the lock because them niggas wasn't caging me. Solo to the dolo. They shunning what they don't know. They coming for my spirit. Couldn't knock me off my pivot. All my shit like 2020. Now they seeing all this vision. Handle messes with precision. Plans is coming to fruition. I was so lost. You was in cahoots with your cohorts. Now I'm living proof. God is fair. Took so long. You know the shit already knew. I was privy to. Tried to make my, uh, make me doubt my own mind, but numbers don't lie. That's actually bars, though. That was actually bar bars. That's what I mean. The beginning, you open up the something window, your sun is shining, the sun, talking about him yeah, being the son of his mom, and then... Mm-hmm. Your son is a prophet. And then he talked about something. He said pain. Something about pain. Window pain. I don't know. He was going in. Bro, he was going in right That's there. what I mean. Is like, that was three years ago, and he's at, that's what I'm saying, is I think he's reached that level of like, it's cool to be someone that's fine to be someone's favorite. Yeah, it's just kind of like the whole uh, Travis Scott thing. Okay, so I think that's a, there's a, not an answer, but a tie in to what we're saying. I think the reason why it confuses me when someone chooses someone that I can't see as a favorite artist is when I don't think that they offered enough of themselves to know them. Yeah. Musically, personally, I mean, sonically, like, like all around. And then what I mean by that is like perfect example, Biggie. He may have only had two albums, but you just knew he was a rapping ass Brooklyn nigga. Like that's just it, and so you can rock with that forever. Yeah. Like True. if you a rock, if you rap and you love spitting, big. Yeah. You know what I mean. And same with pop. But he was also legacy. Like he was groundbreaking for the time. Absolutely, and that's what I'm saying is like, I think it takes something ground groundbreaking. I think it takes a culture connection. As in, like, you know, Coda's happiness or Cuddy's stonerism. Yeah. Um, and then it takes a quality enough catalog. Yeah. And so I think there the proof go. of that personality connection is, like, Andre 3000. He doesn't even have a solo album, but we love him. Kinda. A, he has roses. But we love him as a person. Love We him know most. him as a person. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it hard for people like X. Is that's like, bro, you were growing. We didn't even know you because you didn't even know you. Yeah. Like, you were a kid. Yes, he was. You know what I mean? That's like, that's like Lil Romeo passing away at 13 and you being like, yep, that's my favorite rapper. <laughs> fucking no, kidding. It's not. Fucking no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a reach. <laughs> he said, wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah, that's he a said, reach. fuck you. That's a reach. <laughs> oh, no, no. But, <laughs> yo, I think I would give this code album like a four, seven, five. Jeez. Yeah, Jeez. super I'd high. A, I'd give it a four five, dude. I give it a four five too. Yeah, but I was like four seven five. But but like that can change perfect. because I think like I, if I get more spins on it, it might just be like, oh, this is it. I mean, yeah. there's this extra is a moment. There's, there's extra points for static too, though. For me, I've always been a huge yeah. static fan. This is a moment for him. Like this is like, like this is like I almost like when I heard the reason out for sure a coda moment. I think. People would look at this and say it's a Dakota moment. It's like a groundbreaking moment. And just be like, oh, I static. think producers are going to hear this and be like, damn, that's what this guy can do. Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think people are going to really think hear him. Static been doing this, though. He's been lacing Oh, Static's been like doing this. Yeah, he's been lacing tracks like yeah. sound like this. Talking like. Well, static often brings the best out of people that we never heard before. Yeah. Like that Jack Harlow song, Time. Yeah, that, that Static's album. Mm-hmm. That his, shit was. Like, whatever. I never expected was. to hear that. Uh, and he said that, like, I heard him talk about that. Like, Jack Harlow freestyled that, one, hard. Uh, two, it's just, like, how natural it came to be. Like, Static was just like, yeah, man, it was just, like, kicking it one day. Yeah. And just fucking, like, it just, laced it. it just laced it real quick. 
It was cool as hell. I love that. Like, no, yeah, this is literally almost perfect. Yeah, it's I think crazy. It, it might have just been like my experiences when I was listening to, but that's just how it is. It's always relatability and like natural occurrences, like when you listen to the music, and it just like it just went well with my days. Mm-hmm. I guess it, I guess if I was walking around in like pouring rain, I might feel different about this. It might, but it might be good too, though. It might be actually good too, though. I could. It would just the make me see the positive. That's what I'm saying. Like all just like whatever. That moment was it. Ah, can't. Lose for somebody that's speaking like rapping what he's rapping, but to make you get that feeling when he says that, it's yeah. I never heard him talk like or rap like that. So when he first said that, I literally like was like, damn. I was inspired when yeah. I first heard it. I was like, yeah, you know what? I can't lose either. Yeah, yeah fucking hey. Yeah, man, I love music, bro. It brings uh, us here. On that on that note, we're gonna. I think you're right. We're gonna probably talk about that Guap Dad and Ill Mind album next week. Sometimes sometimes we do. Skip out on projects, but as a trio of of a Asian too men, music. too much music, yeah, bro. Too much music this week. But Especially as a, as a trio of Asian men and what's going on in our communities, you know, I'm super super happy that this Ill Mind and Guap Dad project dropped. Filipino um, duo. I want to talk about that next week. Yeah, bro. Have crazy chemistry, bro. Yeah. Crazy chemistry. I did not expect this. These I two- honestly was I was ready to ignore this album. I'll be honest. Um. I'm not gonna lie, me too. Dior deposits wasn't crazy to me. Yeah, I thought it was like meh. But then in between Dior deposits and this, he did the Revenge of the Dreamer fucking project. So I think he grew a lot as an artist there. And Illmind, the reason I say I didn't know what to expect and I was ready to just shelf it is because as as much he's been doing lately. Yeah, (laughs) no, 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 straight up and not in a hating way. The music Illmind's been producing on his stream. It hasn't been his normal stuff. It was like different. It was just different, and it wasn't. And I don't even hate. I just didn't know what to expect. I was like, "Oh, this album's gonna be weird." Bro, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so melodic too. Like it's so melodic. We'll definitely get into it. Um, I got in. I don't for like my Asian brothers here, man. Like I don't know, like if you guys had the situation. I think you guys have, but like the coming to America house, like mm-hmm. the middle house that everyone has. Yep. Oh yeah. And I don't know if it's still in your family. Cause it's not in my family anymore, but him losing that and finding out this is kind of what the album was about. I was just like, I have to listen to this. So it has a really special place in my heart. So that's why I was like, man, I really want to talk about this, but we'll get to it next week. But I, is it still in your house? Is that is that house still in no, your family? No, it would be nah. that greenhouse, right? But no, isn't, that isn't, the greenhouse, but yeah. isn't that whole... It's on Blanton, bro. So it's right here. By, it's literally, by I drive Roxy's, by it. Right by Roxy. And does yeah. it kill you? Bro, yeah, that's crazy. So many memories just, just flash by when we drive by. Right when you said it. Right yeah, when I said it, right? so crazy, yeah. It literally, it's like walking distance. Like, yeah. it's literally right there. Like, our, our family, our family, like... Immigration home. Yeah, it's immigration home. It's a stop Crazy. home. And like immigration to the trap. I mean, I lived with Eric there. My like younger years, Larry was living there. Like my cousin Jake lived there. He like had like all, his one of his probably his worst injury ever at, at that house. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was crazy. But that's what I'm saying, man. Like that house and the memories of the food and it's just it was like that makes me like this album a lot yeah, <laughs> better. Now I that couldn't. I, think about have, that. I was like, man, I know you're feeling. Yeah, and it's one of those things where like. Don't you love when music just does? Yeah. That? I still feel like I deserve that house. Me too. Like, to I this day, like, I feel like I could buy. The, I, like, I, I literally buy like the house, if I get I rich, I'm gonna pull back up and I'm gonna be like, y'all don't got an option. I'm buying. It. Yeah, how much you want? I don't know. And it's if y'all are, like, it's all like yellow though, and like gentrified. You change it up. It I know the they same. did change the house. You're right, but still, I'm gonna pull a Batman. True. He's like, how'd you, how'd you buy this from the bank? And he's like, I bought the bank. Fucking. 
I, I I'm gonna change stimmy. up the whole block. I'm gonna regen the block. Get Stevie buys block. back childhood house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. That's what I'm gonna do. Flex. Flex. That's what I'm gonna try to do. Man. I, I think about that all the time, especially because I kind of want to move back in the neighborhood, and I'm just like, oh, this house is cool. And when I'm looking for a new house, I'm like, is it in Oregon? It's it's uh, Eastmoreland Heights. I'm trying to remember, oh, I'm like. Okay. On 45. Three bedroom, double garage, nice big backyard. Yeah, you know, yeah it wasn't a bad house. Yeah. <laughs> was, I, I know the house was dope. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm like, like oh, it wasn't, was it wasn't a bad sweet. house. It was a dope house. And it had a huge backyard. And just like the memories I have my grandpa and grandma, like, in that lawn. And me thinking, like, I was helping, like, just taking the hose, watering these plants. Because they had this crazy ass irrigation system that they developed from the Philippines. So it was you already know, watering itself. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, made sure all of them got the same amount of water hey. and, like, just all out of dirt. And, like, here I am, a fucking, like, three year old, like, help, help it. Hitting the pressure finger. Yeah. You're like, God. Yeah, just spraying. And then my grandma would be wanting to kill me. Like, but she's just like, it all up. it's okay. Cause she loved me so much, and your yeah. grandpa would be like, "Of course, they can't get mad." Yeah, my grandpa wanted to whip my ass, but my grandpa was like, "You fucking touch him, I'll kill you." You know what I mean? <gasps> he's in my plans. <laughs> it's my fucking plans. Which man. one is just, just wait till he's a couple years old. Five, yeah, five my years fucking old. plans, yeah. man. Oh man, that's just what I'm saying. That album really made me feel that way. So if you guys haven't heard it, so you can peep it, do it next week. 11, yeah, 11, absolutely. Guap I dad. fuck with that. Oh, Yo. It's uh, good to be back. It's so good, good to be, be back, back man. Yeah, like, I'm happy to share this moments with you guys. I know. I really need y'all. I'm on like a natural high right now. <laughs> uh, Hungry. I, I know, man. <laughs> I Yo, some, uh, I'm so, so, so grateful to everybody who's rocking with us and for everybody who came back tonight and all the shits, man. New viewers, old viewers, non-viewers. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yo, and thank you to the universe for allowing us to even exist like, Damn right Straight up man and Thank you for all the artists That we talk about And yeah man Hip hop Thank you hip hop Like, you. like yeah. straight up Just thank you hip hop For making uh, The most beautiful easier. Yeah <laughs> Easier More fun Thank you hip hop For making the most Unofficial sport ever That we get to play Coach referee And play nose, coach. And nosebleed Thing too It's weird it's, it's really like the homies in your ride, because I don't, you know, back then when only like a few homies had the ride. I mean, your world of hip hop is you know I mean? your world of hip hop. I was the ride at one point was, was your homie. Yeah. yeah, your world of hip hop at one point was just your homie. Gas money, please. You know, I was listening to S One talk about uh, on his interview with Illmind, like you know, being like, you know, you're you are who you surround yourself with, and you. It's essentially the meaning of my name. You become your tenth. You become the tenth member of the group. Yeah, like. And S1, who produced Power for Kanye, he was talking about that too. He was like, you know, I, I owe the guys who I became friends, close friends with, I owe them my musical career, not because they gave me my talent, but because I wouldn't have listened to Buster Rhymes. I wouldn't have listened to Tribe. I wouldn't listen to certain artists without my homies putting me on. Yeah. And you listen to what your homies are listening to. And he was talking about like, yeah, man, I remember the first time back, you know, before streaming and all that stuff, like my homie was showing me Redman the very first time I ever listened to Muddy Waters. He was like, I thought it was weird. And then he gave it to me though. Cause you know, I didn't have no new music. So he lent me a couple CDs and that was one of the CDs. And he was like two more listens. And then I was in love. Like and just changed my whole fucking world, um, and it's like those moments. Those are what those are what make music special, man. And that that's what's crazy yeah. is just as it transcends through time, it just gets 
my walk even more impactful for people because it's just all it's all over the place now now what you what you absorb though is just more up to your own taste yes which is awesome Mm -hmm. if you've if you had the time to refine it i remember Mm -hmm. when i was in the philippines i had a cd player all i had was lloyd banks hunger for more and boys to men what the fuck i was there for a fucking month and i just remember like that's all i had on my cd player and it was just those albums are always have a special place in my heart. That's so funny. I mean, I remember at one point my rotation was uh, I, my two CD rotation with my Sony Walkman was The Killers, Sam's Town, okay. and Nas Hip Hop Is Dead. Hey, <laughs> dang! That, my see, I was a little younger than y'all, so I had I remember the two CDs I was walking around with was I forgot the fucking album name, but it was a Black Eyed Peas album. Right when the Yin Yang Twins Black and White album, mm, oh, the Black and White album, the Whisper song, and all that. Right with that, that was my two. My mom she caught me with my. <laughs> my mom caught me watch, listen to that song. She was sick. She was hot. Dick. Where do you see my? Where do you see my dick? Oh, hey girl. We can do we can do it all night, but we can't Yo, do this all night. I fucking I do want to say though, thank you to everybody. If you have been missing out on the episodes, come join us in the Discord, man. Links are on our Instagram and also on my personal 10th member Instagram. There's links there too to join the Discord. We're gonna be trying to um Keep the consistency up moving forward all the rest of 2021. I know it's a roller coaster for everybody, and I know that's part of part of the uh, leeway that we've had to be able to step away. But now we're back. We're healthy. We're happy. And we're going to champion the rest of the year through with the culture, man. We think that there's going to be some big albums coming up. We're waiting on that Drake, waiting on that Kendrick, waiting on that Cole. Travis. I mean, the, like, the Trinity. Travis. <laughs> the Holy Trinity, the Travis, bro, Rihanna. Rihanna. So much shit coming out. So, so much more detox coming for you. No, nah, we ain't going to get that shit, man. That's, yeah. We might. But we might. thank you guys. Join the Discord. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Sound Sponge Radio on all. And uh, shit. Just 10th member. That sounds fun radio and my brothers. Kim Beats, blessed to be here with y'all as always. It's Jay Sals, we call me Jay. We fam and I appreciate y'all. Jokes Love and it. jokes and jokes and jokes. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. spaghetti. spaghetti.